Hi, welcome. That welcome to Drop Frames. Sorry about that. I don't blame Zeke. It's Zeke's fault. Uh, I don't know. I did it. Yeah, I don't know why he did that. Uh, but yeah, can't believe he did it. Sabotage the shit, JP. <laughs> Good joke. You always just blame the new guy. I think it was my fault. Was it your fault? Is this the Florida yeah. energy that you're uh, you're putting out there that that's you know that caused that intro to? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's one full hacker man messed it up. My yeah. bad. Yeah, I believe that. I think I it's because that. I think it's because it's the the beard load is is tilted this way, <laughs> so it's making it's throwing. Oh, all you're actually throwing right. everything off. Yeah. Jeez, <laughs> we're co. We're kind of getting showed up here. This is. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta work on that. We gotta work on that, man, man. Anyways, hello. I remember when you had that big old thing, dude? That was. I don't like looking at images of myself when I had that. <laughs> I looked disheveled. It looked rough. It was a dark time uh, yeah. when I was like, I think I, I think we did a live drop frames when it was down to here, one or once or yeah. twice at uh, at a TwitchCon or something like that. It was wild. It was insane. Anyways, hi, hello, welcome. It's Drop Frames. It's Sunday. We got first timer dat mods on the. Should we just call you mods? Are we gonna make? Are, do you make everyone say dat mods? Or do, are you no, everyone just calls me mods. Yeah, no one ever calls me dat mods. This is my Twitch handle. I have I, my so. first question for you. Where did the name come from? No, what the hell's your actual name? Because I don't know what that is. <laughs> my real name. I've been watching I'm you for not... like years. I, I don't know what your real name is. Oh, man. Pulling back the curtain. Yeah, my name's just Chris. Pretty generic name. Okay. All right. Yeah. We'll call you. So, mods. where, where did that mods come from? Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, where did that mods come from? Well, back in the day, everyone just called me mods because I used to do all the custom bigwig stuff for a WoW guild. I was in a guild called Exodus. We used to raid like world first oh. stuff. So, I used to do a lot of uh, the programming stuff and I used to do a lot of modding stuff. So, everyone just called me mods because they would just call me mods. And then uh, when I went to make my Justin TV account back in like, 2010 or 2011 uh i went to go take the name mods and it was already taken and then uh back in the day everyone would just say like that guy or that dude or something so i just put dad in front of it yeah simple and for a while i tried like to ask it. twitch i'm like uh, i was like hey twitch do you guys like uh can i just have my name mods the person doesn't use it they're like nope we, we can't do that for you <laughs> wow yeah 10 years later they still can't do it. i'm like oh i'll just stick with it it works yeah it can happen. Well, did you uh, did you run into like the the or did you did you have any thoughts about like the same thing I had was uh, years and years ago they the Twitch people one of the uh, employees at Twitch contacted me and was like, hey, do you want Zeke like just Z E K E for your for your Twitch name? And I was and I thought about it and thought about it because that's what I just go by I go by Zeke Zeke's on my logo all that shit. But the thing that went through my mind I'm wondering if it went through yours as well is. Ezekiel the third, like underscore III, is I have it everywhere. And there's no fucking way I'm getting Z E K E everywhere. Yeah. That's probably true. Probably couldn't get mods everywhere. You might have because you're still Dat Mods on Twitter. I think your YouTube. What's your YouTube? Is it Dat Mods as well? Yeah, Dat Mods, yeah. So I just got yeah. Dat Mods everywhere. Yeah. yeah. It probably would have been hard to get mods. It was pretty okay. yeah, pretty streamlined now. Yeah. You could have been Zeke, as Chad's pointing out. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm getting out. Zeke would have been good. Would have been good. Would have would have trended. <coughs> would have been big. Uh anyways, it's been a very busy week. There's been a lot of stuff happening. We'll get to all the news. 
Uh, we want to touch base with Mods first and, and learn a little bit about him apart from his name. Uh, and then we'll talk about the Twitch stuff, the state of Twitch, the layoffs, the Counter-Strike 2, Dark and Darker is in some uh, spots now. And that's that's been a talk for the past uh, couple of days. It's been, okay, are we getting to share that Duncan money, Mods? That you like perfectly turned the <laughs> cup there. That was a perfect sponsor plug. That that was uh, that was non-sponsored. <laughs> I refuse but... <laughs> to believe that that was not on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not sponsored by Duncan right now. But yeah, I'm gonna get a piece of my gum, dentine ice. <laughs> <laughs> And I raised my arms, and man, I'm just speaking. Let me just get that in there real quick. Oh, man. It was, it was well done, regardless, uh, mods. Diablo 4 has also come out. There's a bunch of stuff happening. Uh, but let's, let's, I've been watching you for years, mods. I, you are my yeah. comfort streamer. You're the streamer that I can uh, pretty much always count to be online because you stream a shit ton. Uh, you do those marathon yeah. streams. Um, no. But, Wait, like, I've never done a subathon, but yeah, I guess, uh, I guess in Twitch standards, I do stream a lot. Yeah, I, can you even do a subathon with how much you stream? It would just be a normal stream. <laughs> yeah, maybe. that's kind of the thing these days, though. <laughs> <laughs> do your normal yeah. thing on a subathon. Yeah, I guess that you you might be onto something there, Go. <laughs> yeah, I think subathons might have been devalued a little bit. People just do six hour streams and call them subathons <laughs> now and take a break. So that is true. Subathon might not be there anymore. Yeah, that is true. Uh, where did, uh, let, let's start with the, the early days mods. Like what, what was the, what was the premise of the channel when you first started streaming and how, how did you even find Twitch and like decide that you were going to start streaming? Oh man. So that was probably in Justin TV days. Uh, just people in my wild guild, I wanted to watch some dragon ball Z and I'm like, <laughs> yo boys, where can I watch some dragon ball Z at? They're like, yo, if you go to Justin.tv, they have reruns playing all the time. So I made like a Justin TV account. I just started watching some Dragon Ball reruns. <laughs> yeah, this is pretty cool. And now yeah, I'm just going to Justin TV to watch like random television shows and like movies and stuff. And you know, you don't have to download anything. And then, uh, yeah, I just like uh, some of my friends uh, would like stream their video games or gameplay to each other. Like when we we're doing like WoW raids and stuff. So we would just kind of like watch each other. And then, um, yeah, Justin TV broke off to Twitch. And they started doing the gaming only portion. And then, yeah, I had some friends from my wild guild, you know, like Crip. Uh, yeah. he, we're in the same wild guild together. He started doing D3 stuff. But before that, I didn't really have like a goal or premise or like business motivation to stream. I kind of just did it for fun. So I remember my first stream on Twitch after Justin TV broke off. I was just playing like Skyrim, my parents' house shirtless. And uh, I found like a bug in this cathedral and randomly like a thousand people were watching me. And then, yeah, that was, that was pretty much it. I found like this bug experience loving spot in the cathedral. Was that the, the, like, we always ask what was the, uh, the tipping point? Was it the bug in the cathedral in Skyrim? Was that your tipping point or did you have another point where you're like, Oh, this from the sounds of it, he may have been onto the hot tub meta before it was a thing. (laughs) Maybe. Yeah. You might be right. He might've been the, the origin story. Yeah. The the un uh, untested origin story of it. Yeah. No, I didn't stream consistently back then. I would just stream uh, like after school or like after work just for fun on the weekend. So it was not a consistent thing. It was just a for fun thing for years. 
when, but I'll just stream. When was, uh, where you worked, like, what was your, your go-to, or what was your job? Not go-to job. What was your job then? <laughs> While you were, you were kind of streaming for fun. Back in, back in 2011, uh, that was when I was finishing up college, and okay. I worked at a casino. Uh, I worked at the outdoor area in food and beverage, and uh, can I say this? But it was like the largest strip club in Las Vegas owned Okay. The portion of this casino, and I just worked outdoors, and I just did food and beverage stuff. I was like a cabana host. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's it yeah. at the time. You can totally say yeah. that. That's perfectly fine. Yeah. Yeah, I worked for the casino. Then the establishment like bought out rights to host their day club there. Oh. Is that, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I thought you were going to say something very scandalous. Then you were like, <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's nice guy. That? <laughs> There's boobs there. Yeah. Look, he's, he doesn't want to get I don't know how fans. much I can say. Like, that's I very mean, can, you, though. Yeah. can I tell people like I was a Coke mule? Is that? <laughs> yeah, I, know, that's what I was expecting. Are we cool with like, that? Like, I don't know if I can say this, but like I dealt drugs. Is that like a, a thing? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh God. He's he's nice guy mods. Okay. He's just nice he's gonna mod. be nice guy mods. That's who he is. That's how it goes. So you were Cabana Boy, uh delivering Cabana drinks. Boy, yeah. <laughs> Official delivering title. Drinks. Official title. Yeah. Uh when, Cabana Boy. When when did that stop and you're like, oh I can uh, let's try this Twitch thing. Let's see if this can be, you know, my life. Let's see if this if we can go full time with this. Or did you wait? Were you smart about it and were like, all right, let's wait till I'm making like good money and then we'll go quote unquote full time. Like when was that transition? Uh, no. So I, I finished up college and I went to school to be a mechanical engineer. And then, um, wow. Diablo three got popular or whatever. And then yeah, I basically just streamed Diablo three, like really, really consistently at the time. And then once I finished, uh, like school and then I went and actually went and worked full time for a while. And then in 2019, I went full time. So I didn't become a full quote unquote full time streamer until 2019. So pretty pretty recently. So, then wow. Wait, did you say yeah. that you finished your degree and then you worked for a little while? Yeah, I had a normie so, job. So you finished your degree, you worked for a little while. You were like, "This sucks. <laughs> I'm going to go play video <laughs> games." <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, I got in like a position financially. I got in a position financially where mm-hmm. I could stream and. Uh, you know, not have to worry about paying their bills every single month. I think that's the biggest thing about streaming. Some people jump into it too soon. You had a decent following before yeah. I went full-time streaming, but you guys could probably attest to this. The disparity between your highs and lows on Twitch is absolutely insane sometimes. They've done sure. some stuff over the years to make it a little better, especially with the acquisition of Amazon. But, yeah, like uh, early on in Twitch, before Amazon, it was wild, your revenue disparities it was all over the place. At least for me, yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. being an ARPG streamer early on, and there was only one ARPG at the time, which was like Diablo 3. Path of Exile didn't become really popular yet until like 2015. Yeah, yeah. 2016 now. And I, I want to say Crip kind of had the lion's share of Diablo 3 viewers back then. Like, he was the Oh, the yeah, go-to, he was the Diablo 3 guy, yeah. Yeah, the go-to Diablo guy. Um, back when like 10,000 viewers was unheard of, and we were all freaking out when Crip got those the crazy viewership of 10,000 viewers. <laughs> so out of curiosity, did you, did you like, um, since, I mean, it's kind of wild that you just happen to be in the same guild as like the top streamer and kind of where you were going. Did you guys kind of synergize early and, and, and make headway together? Did, like how'd that whole thing work? 
you never no, talk to each other? <laughs> no, we didn't really have plans. Like, uh, I don't know how it is with you guys as streamers. You have like a lot of streamer friends, but we don't actually really talk that often. Um, you know, you don't like text message your friend all the time in the morning. Like, we like this. We'll talk on Discord and stuff, but yeah, we don't really coordinate anything with streaming. There's just a bunch of us in our WoW guild that were like, "Hey, let's go stream. This will be fun." Did you? You yeah. mentioned the well, the WoW guild name. Did you guys have any world first or anything like that? Uh, they did. Yeah, a few of them. Yeah, US first. Yeah, a few of them. I do. You remember the random chance? Do you remember a guild named Void? Uh. I think there are a few guilds named Void. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's name, move yeah. forward <laughs> quick, and I'll edit that part out. You're from Florida? Hey, do you know John? <laughs> you know John in Florida? Yeah, he's a great guy. No, I don't, guy. I don't know. <laughs> what server were they on? Uh, what God, what server were they? Uh, I guess started Archimond and then went Mugthol back in the day. If you Man, that's a... Those are Dec- words. Those that's a decade old pull right there for those server names. Jesus Christ. I don't like this mods. You're making me feel old. Uh let me <laughs> see my silver hands out there. Where's my silver hands? Let's go. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> huh. What what type you said what was your degree? Electrical engineering? Mechanical. Mechanical engineering. Basic. Basic, yeah. yeah. Uh basic. What was the electrical the- way too hard and chemical way too advanced, so you just went with mechanical. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Ears good. <laughs> what was your day to day job then when you when you were doing that before kind of the the full time thing in twenty nineteen? I just offered the coffee machine. I didn't really do anything to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I think you meant when you, after you got your mechanical. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, was the Cabana Boy the job you went to from the mechanical uh, finishing your mechanical degree? Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. okay gotcha. I, I too thought there was another thing there. Yeah. I thought, I thought you worked at <laughs> yeah. another job in between that, but it was just school. I worked, I worked the, yeah, I worked a few jobs. Yeah. At that time. Okay. Yeah, I did like internship. They did unpaid internships back then. I think that's uh, frowned upon now. Yeah. Um, you get canceled yeah. on Twitter for that type of stuff these days. So you gotta, yeah. <laughs> you gotta pay people. So 2019 then. So you caught the, uh, you kind of caught like the COVID high. In term, that's a weird phrase to say. You caught the the COVID raise in viewership. (laughs) That was, I'll tell you what, that was, there were so many unknowns there, and I was really, really scared. I'm like, uh, recently committed to streaming full time. I'm like, I hope it goes well. Because everyone thought there was going to be a downturn, right? People were like panic selling houses and everything else like that. And it just ended up being a huge uptick for everything. So got very, very lucky in that position. Yeah. Poe took Never off. Twitch, Twitch in general yeah. just kind of had a crazy, uh, a crazy time during that period, and then uh, I would say Lost Ark was probably like the next big bump for you, right? Like you became, in a lot of ways, the de facto Lost Ark dude, right? Um, yeah, maybe one of the one of the main uh, U.S. guys. There's Stoops also, and then you had a lot of uh, Lost Ark is very dominated by Korean streamers that play in that region because. Like most games that are released in the East and come in the West, it's all staggered launches where they release the content in one region. They already experienced it. They've been maxed everything. They've done the theory crafting. And then it comes and releases another region later on and everything's already solved. So, yeah, a lot of basically the Korean streamers know everything. There's no like build exploration or any min maxing or theory crafting stuff at all. Does that like affect, like, how, how does that affect your stream? Because there is, uh, no, like you just said, there is no theory crafting. It's like solved. So what? Yeah. Are you just emulating what they're doing for a Western yeah, audience? Yeah, you're pretty much. 
Yeah, you're pretty much emulating, yeah, like for all the translated stuff in the Western area. And then you, know, you look at like their stuff on their forums, which is called Inven. You just translated from Korean. <laughs> you look at stuff and you can do like little iterations to build and stuff, but everything's pretty just straightforward in that game. You don't have a lot of variations in your build and customization options at all. Do any of the, uh, does any of the Korean audience watch you? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's, a, there's a lot of them, and they'll type in Korean, right? And it's like this funny little character, and it's them laughing. Yeah. Oh, they're just. It's almost like it's almost like an upside down L. Huh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And they gave me a nickname too. They call me the weight of the head. Well, because uh, of the it doesn't really. It, what? Yeah, it, it means I'm like the head of like the household or like the dad figure, but it's like a weird translation in Korean. <laughs> so if you like translate it directly from Korean to English, it just means the weight of the head. I mean, I got like a big head or something, but yeah, it's like a father figure type like thing. Heaviness? Yeah, like W A Y. No, like weight of my head. Yeah, like oh, head like okay. a fat yeah. head. Yes, yeah, so a large yeah, head. Like, yeah, think, fat head almost. <laughs> I think it's the beard. Yeah, it. They, yeah. Okay. All right, the, yeah. Yeah. yeah, dude, I'm telling you, man. Like, I wish we I could be Korean like ha- yeah, half brothers or some shit because, like, I'm <laughs> I got a fucking melon on my head too, like or on my on my neck. Like, I, I was I was shopping like I was shopping for hats the other day, and I'm like, what in the fuck is wrong with all these people? <laughs> they don't have normal size heads like me. Hats are impossible. That's just you, you got to give up. That's just too tough. It's too tough. Uh, JP, you're another noggin. Yeah, I got. I, I get it. The, the struggle, head. man. The struggle. Massive head. It's tough out here. <laughs> real tough out here so way to the head that mods yep lost ark uh with, with like call me, yeah. diablo 4 obviously been all the rage this past couple of weeks uh on the channel but would you say lost ark is like your main game or are you an arpg streamer what do you what do you tell people that that journey into your channel for the first time yeah i would say i'm like a variety arpg mmo player uh but yeah i really got in lost ark last year uh, i don't like a lot of the pay to win elements and stuff like that where you, like people get swipe for stuff but they really do their legion raids like their end game raids very well and the combat's pretty nifty so that's why i enjoy it so much some other stuff i'd prefer not to be there be that it's like grinding for things but yeah um yeah the quality of the raids uh is a big plus for me at one point at least initially i don't know if it's still the same you had never spent any money in lost ark is that still true have you grinded out everything uh, yeah i didn't spend any money on the game and then eventually there's these things called peons but everyone calls them payons because it's like a, this tax in the game it's one of the main criticisms and there's like this really end game item it's called like a nine seven stone it's basically just layers of rng and rng it's like a casino simulator you go to this little vendor and it just has like nine or ten lines and you just click and then it's like a 75 to 25% chance for it to upgrade depending on what you hit. Well, I was trying to go for a 9-7 stone. I spent like $320 of real life money trying to get it over a couple months and I didn't get it. And uh, I feel really bad about it. <laughs> but chat thought it was really funny. Uh, watch me spend that money and not hit my goal. Yeah. So now, now I categorize myself as free to play plus. Plus. Okay. Plus. Fair. <laughs> Fair. Well, a lot I, of pluses, but I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, every 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 extra hundred dollars is one plus. That's how it works. Ah, okay. Yeah. Well, in terms of lifetime spending, I'm sure that's low for a player that's at your level in that game, right? Like that, it, Lost Ark, you can spend enough, some money. Yeah, surprisingly enough, it's like one big Path of Exile supporter pack to get a T-shirt. So, yeah, I'm actually I actually spend less oh. money on Lost Ark than I do in Poe on cosmetics. 
Oh God, we've had this conversation before on the show, and me and Co both just don't like it, and so we're skipping. We're editing out this as well. This is going to be the most edited okay. show. What were you going to say, Z? I was just, I was just going to say like that sounds familiar, JP. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I've I opted. To, you know, you're spending too much money when, when, when you don't opt for the shirt and instead get the digital <laughs> of whatever that stuff is. I know. I remember we were looking at at Cope, uh, Co's video playing of of what's what's the new ARPG that's kind of like a little lower budget. Uh, um, uh, at, La- last epoch. Last epoch. Last yeah. last epoch. There you go. And I was I was, I remember looking at that and going like, man, that guy looks like he's fucking naked. Like he's got like. <laughs> Nothing on him. He's like, not glowing. That... He doesn't have two giant yeah. unicorns re- behind him. <laughs> exactly. I remember like watching your like videos of Poe, and you got like flaming wings, and you got like a smoke trail. You got like God like following you around and stuff. Yeah. 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 Uh, I have to ask mods Poe. What's where? You, what's your lifetime spending at? If you're comfortable sharing, Do you know. <laughs> have you ever looked at looked at it? <laughs> Oh man! I think that's the answer. That might be the that's answer. The I have like five PUE shirts. Uh, I know that, so that's that's like five hundred, four hundred, eighty dollars a pop. Yeah, and like I've been playing PUE since it came out in two thousand eleven. So it's it's uh, where's my where's Dila? So, uh, I need to make sure she's not here. It's a little bit of money. Yeah. It's under. Like plus, it's not plus, five plus, figures, plus, but it's four, plus, yeah. It's plus, like four plus, figures plus, with plus, the cosmetics. Plus, yeah, four figures. <laughs> yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, and then when Delirium Leave came around, and like the need for like you know they had like all the really really juicy loot and stuff, I got a bunch of quad stash tabs, and those just kept on adding up. And yeah, it's a, it's a couple thousand dollars easily. Yeah, yeah. Let's. Yeah. yeah. You're in. No, man. Hey, listen. You're in bad company. Like everybody. <laughs> like like anyone who's a is a nerd like like us like spends like finds a hobby and spends on it like i don't have a lot of money in a lot of video games i mean i have a lot of money in a lot of video games like over 2000 whatever but like mm-hmm. if you're talking about money sink i'm i'm probably pretty close to five figures back in the day on magic yeah sure. <laughs> yeah okay yeah magic is a very expensive hobby yeah. but yeah gaming is mm-hmm. also a hobby i guess i guess gaming's it's my job technically right so it's a tax write-off but it's also my hobby i don't have a hobby outside of playing games so when i'm not streaming i'm also playing games so yeah you know if you have like a normal hobby you know you race cars you go golfing swimming you know like any type of sports and stuff like that you're on travel teams or anything else like that you know the high cost you know this is some really good especially if you're yeah especially if you're in automobile (laughs) stuff right you buy some track time or something you go to this strip you know you buying some race guys yeah. motorcycles yeah, yeah motorcycles Co- are got expensive. A motorcycle but yeah how many motorcycles are we up to now did you by the way random uh, se- did you get that keanu uh motorcycle yet is that a thing that you have no not yet okay uh, the, 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 it's copium it's supposed to the, the design meeting is supposed to be this year oh um, okay but that one will That's be cool. my fifth oh. okay you do road bikes only co uh, i do road bikes and dirt bikes dirt bikes i used to race motocross competitively no kidding back in the day yeah. awesome man Oh yeah, dude! Long Very time cool. ago, yeah. Was that in the 20, 2010, 20, Like when was that? Oh, that was the early two thousands. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Were you were you Yamaha? Uh, I raced Yamaha Kawasaki. Yeah, had them sponsored and stuff. Very nice. It was fun. Yeah. 
yeah, huh. yeah vanilla Pretty ice cool. used to also race at my main track so i would see him like every weekend do you just pull stories? Like uh, the- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It sounds kind of unbelievable. Yeah, whenever I used to go to my local track, Vanilla Ice was there all the time riding. Yeah. Was he, was he Vanilla Ice at that time? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. He was like, like, like the track celebrity, yeah. So here's a do you, question. Do you How call do you, him Vanilla or do yeah. you call him Mr. Van Winkle? When you want to get his attention, uh, what do you say? Just Rob, yeah. Oh, you just call him Rob. Okay. You don't <laughs> yeah, say like, yeah. hey, Vanilla, or hey, Mr. Ice. No, yeah, we just call him Rob, yeah. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Funny Vanilla Ice side story, and I love saying this because nine times out of ten, every time you mention it, somebody goes, what? Yeah, Vanilla Ice is actually like a huge home renovator now, and he has like his own show. Yeah. He's got like his own developed like brand and everything. Like he is yeah. like, Vanilla Ice home renovator and, and improver. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know he does it with uh, this awesome. guy I know, West uh, West Kane. It's one of his main guys. I used to race with his kids. He had two kids, and we used to race together all the time. Small world, yeah, yeah. but Jeez. yeah, he does like track announcing stuff. But I guess he does the home renovation stuff with them now. Yeah, wild. Yeah. What what else you got? What other crazy stories you got? Mods? <laughs> like I feel, <laughs> I feel like I don't even need to set you up for anything. Wild. He's like, yeah, I used to race with Vanilla Ice. I know he's gonna be like, day. well, I mean, it's not very interesting, but I used to skate with Tony Hawk, and yeah. um, you know. I used to- <laughs> That's it for now. Okay. All right. That's it for now. That's it for now. He's still he's still a young guy though, JP. Hold on tight. It's true. It's true. <laughs> uh yeah, and then I, I guess the other aspect of it, uh, you're one of the uh the cool dads on Twitch. You've you had a yeah. you had a kid. Uh what yeah. was like congratulations. Congrats, yeah. How how was that whole experience? I feel like that's a select few of streamers that can like relate to that whole process while also streaming and it being a little bit of a challenge, what would you say? Yeah, I was inducted uh, the Dad Gamer Club. Yes. Um, I'll tell you what. Uh, so, yeah, I had my first kid. He's like uh, 14 months old now. And he hit, basically hit, well, he was born a couple of days before Lost Ark release. And you know, I was like one of my big games coming out. So, um it was stressful like i was i was so scared to become a dad but you know once it happened it kind of came really natural and we have like good support group around us and dilo my partner she basically the mvp and she does a lot of the heavy lifting and stuff i try to help as much as i can but you know like um you know i stream a lot too but yeah i always try to make time for the family and doing stuff with them but um yeah being dad's a fun experience i've been enjoying it so far you mentioned it came out around Lost Ark. What was that like? Because uh, Lost Ark is a game that demands a lot of time, but also it's your kid being born. So like, yeah, where? I think I slept two to three hours for that entire month. Whew. I was exhausted. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I had like a spot. I actually had a sponsorship to play Lost Ark, and I remember they messaged me when I was in the hospital, like. Are you going to get out of the hospital in time to do the sponsorship? I'm like, well, I guess we'll see. I don't know. I can't really speed up that thing here. Um, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll wow. be able to do it. I'll be able to do it. Yeah. yeah they're, they're wondering if I'm still going to be able to, you know, uh, be able to do the stuff for the sponsorship requirements. Yeah. You like Were pop they- your head into the emergency room. <laughs> hey, hon, can you can we speed this up? I got to go straight start. They're getting mad. Uh, the guys over yeah, there are telling me to like plug your nose and just like no, they weren't mad or anything. They're really just trying what was up and everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, but they're they're like wondering if I was going to be able to stream a lot, and if I was going to be able to do the obligations. Sure. And, you know, like like yeah, what everything was going to be like if I was going to you know some people they take sabbatical and just take a bunch of time off. Like, are you just going to take a bunch of time off? Yeah. I'm like, well, yeah. No, and I'm just those... going to not sleep. <laughs> That's usually the streamer answer. And for those who don't remember, uh, the Lost Ark activation was a ton of streamers. And we, yeah, all we were had, a part like, of a giant list of goals. So, I mean, it was a, it was a very time intensive, uh, sponsorship. Yeah. Uh, I can, I can was, see why yeah. they were kind of like, and, and it's even, and, and even more to the credit of them wondering if everything was good, each, they were teams competing against each other. So if one person wasn't going to be there, they obviously would have to sub someone in. So the team would not fail. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Wait, yeah. Wasn't, wasn't Co, Co, were you on Mods' team for that? Whose team were you on? I don't. I don't remember that. That whole time was a blur. I I remember mods getting upset because the other members of his team <laughs> were like not putting in the work, and I was well, that, trying. And I was probably on his team. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's yeah. why I was asking if that was you because there was definitely I some I slow say folks. All the upset. There were definitely some people that uh, weren't doing anything for the goal objectives. You know, they were just uh, collecting the paycheck. Yeah. I, think that, yeah, I got didn't even, like try to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely got like most of the goals done. I didn't get like the high end super time. Intensive Some of them goals, were crazy. I got, I got, yeah, I got all the, the, the goals that were like attainable for how long I planned on playing the game, which was the amount of time that, um, you know, and then I found PVP and unfortunately I became quite addicted to the PVP. That was so much more fun than the other stuff for me. Yeah. Um, th- finding the PVP and realizing what the end game of lost Ark was, was like yeah that was it for me i was like i'm just gonna pvp like i'm sorry this is it's a huge amount of fun and frankly i don't like that mobile game bullshit i'm just gonna pvp yeah 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 Yeah. it it, uh lost ark is lost ark is is the best way it is the funniest thing about the the pvp is most people that actually play nowadays despise the pvp even though they implemented like more pvp modes like battle there's like a battlegrounds mode and like open world PvP, like old Alteric Valley, where it's just like two teams. A lot of people just don't like it because um, it is like somewhat normalized, but it depends on your gear. So people get like really good PvP gear and they just dominate people and there's not the best class balance. You just get like off screen by summoners just throwing phoenixes. So, oh, fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, wow, this is uh, embarrassing to admit. I was on your team too, mods. <laughs> 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 so uh, we were all on the same team. We were all on the same team. Uh, we had uh, the our our team was uh, a viewer linked it in the uh, in the chat. It was uh, Anthony Kong fan, Bajira, Bike Man, Burke, uh, Burke Black, CD in the third, Co Mods, Lily Grims, uh, Hune, uh, me, Maximum, Lucky Ghost, Crip, Sacriel, Sloot, Smashley, uh, Stoops, TV, uh, Tally, and Zeals. That was like one of three teams, right? <laughs> that was one of three teams. Yeah, yeah, and one of three. Yeah, there was Jeez, it was stacked. Yeah. They, they, I still think that was one of the most. Uh, what's what's the word? I don't absurd came to mind first. I don't know if absurd is the right word, but there was a lot of marketing money baked into that game on Twitch. Yeah, uh, it, definitely. Um, every streamer that was a part of this was paid very well. Very well. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a massive, massive marketing push for uh, for Lost Ark, um, and it worked right. Like it, it set that up Amazon a, money, man. Yeah, it, it set up a framework for uh, companies to kind of mirror what Lost Ark did because it was super successful. 
I think they tried I, it with New World. Yeah. yeah, they tried it with New World. I've I've seen a bunch of other companies at least try to attempt that. Um, drops were a huge part of that whole thing. I think that kind of solidified uh, what drops are for for marketing teams and how those work on Twitch. Um, yeah. That was also uh, Leviathan Core. That PS, yes, yeah, that is like that is like they're 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 absolute top of their game for, for that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah they do POE now. Funny enough. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, they handle the POE stuff. So. I like it's, those guys. Cool. They always put together. Whenever, whenever you work with those guys, they always put together cool systems where it's not just like a sponsorship. They create like cool viewing exp- experience stuff for everyone else too. So it is sponsored, right? But there's like objectives and stuff. I think they re- they do a really really good job with their marketing. I like working with them. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. They're really good. Really good group of guys. Absolutely. Uh, that reminds me. Oh yeah, Blue Protocol. I wonder if they'll do anything with Blue Protocol because that's that's also Amazon published when is that one i don't know they've been like talking about betas for a while with uh with blue protocol um but i don't know if there's any like solid dates for when that will actually happen blue protocol for those that don't know is uh it's an mmo that's like anime ish looking a mmo uh, yeah yeah anime MMO. in japan yeah yeah, I think they're starting the beta soon from what i've saw okay. and then amazon also doing throne and liberty which is another mmo what is Throne oh, of yeah. Liberty? Out also, it's uh, made by NCSoft. Oh. It's another Korean MMO. Let me just see what this looks like. Oh, okay. Wait, NCSoft. Wow. wow. I yeah, think that name I- came that up a lot during the right? Is that Ion? Uh, NCSoft oh, different is... one, Zeke, I think. Yeah, NCSoft okay. has been a lot. Lineage 2. Lineage they did Lineage. I think yeah. they did also and do I- Ion. I think they did Ion 2, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, I want to say they were the publishers yeah. behind... Did, weren't they involved in uh, City of Heroes and, and City of Villains at one point? I think they might have published that back in the day as well. Mm. They've got yeah, a lot of Lady ice Gold, wars, Dragon's Nest, yeah, yeah, a lot of stuff. Yeah, Throne yeah. and Liberty is the former Lineage Three. What he said in chat? Wait, what? What does that mean? Like it used to what be? That mean? It was going to be Lineage Three. Is that what they're saying? This is their website right here, with a little trailer running. Oh, yeah. Oh, NCSoft owns ArenaNet. Oh, I didn't realize okay. that. I mean, that's Guild Wars. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't yeah. know that. They're big. That always happens oh. whenever you bring up any of those companies. They just end up owning everything. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they, and they're all owned by Tencent. Yeah, then everyone, <laughs> it all filters up to Tencent at the very top. That's that's where that all comes from. So, uh, well, Mods, I guess we could jump into some Diablo talk now, because that's that's kind of where your, your channel is. And I think that's where it's, I mean, you you... You went from like Lost Ark back to Diablo three recently because the the most recent season, uh, yeah, and that that blew up. How how would you say if if this is the end of Diablo three, which I don't think it's going to be? People are still going to play that game for years to come, I'm sure. But with this being like uh, you know the last season for Diablo four, where'd you say that game's at? Is it in a good place? Diablo 3. The funniest thing, so Diablo 3 had this really, really rocky road. Everyone knows, like, the launch story and stuff like that and seasonals. For the longest time, Blizzard basically didn't support Diablo 3 seasons at all. They just did, like, little meme things. So, like, brand new Diablo 3 season. Double goblins. And you're like, wow. <laughs> two goblins. That's so crazy. It was basically just abandoned for a while. And then leading up to Diablo 4, they actually started making some, like, more meaningful changes <laughs> and implementing some cooler mechanics. Um, and I think that's probably just part of their hype and marketing stuff, right? To reacclimate people with the Diablo franchise. Um, they actually didn't. It, Diablo three is still Diablo three, right? You level up really quickly. Everything's predetermined for you. You have like sets that give you forty thousand percent more damage. 
Um, <laughs> and then you get fully geared in like a couple days and then they stream like the whole augment system and they have like your basic crafting systems. Um, but yeah, they actually did some pretty cool improvements to Diablo three this season. Um, and, um, uh, I don't, if yeah, when Diablo four comes out, I see people maybe playing the season for a weekend and then just going back to Diablo four. I don't think they're going to play it that often. I don't know how much they're even going to support it anymore. Yeah. Have they said um, if it's the last season for for Diablo three, or are they just like not really commenting? No, they didn't really, they didn't really say anything. Um, yeah, who knows what they're going to be dealing with it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. it's, it's wild to think this game came out as long as, as it did, uh, long ago as it did. And it's still, you know, the most recent seasons have been pretty big, whether it's you know, people hyped for Diablo four or, um, things like lost, uh, not lost arc up, um, why can't I remember last epoch uh, of doing have been doing last very well. epoch <laughs> yeah oh yeah yeah uh, and a lot of that I think is Diablo four hype Path of Exile obviously always there um, but I I feel like w- what is your your take on it mods is is someone that is you know living and breathing those those ARPGs is Diablo four just a different beast entirely in terms of size and scope the different beasts well I guess they're trying to like reimagine the genre by adding those MMO aspects to make it feel more lifelike. And it some of it feels good, but I think one of the biggest criticisms of the beta is um, the scaling. I don't know if, how you guys like it, but yeah. you know, a lot of the fantasy of a Diablo franchise is when you're getting upgraded and you're getting more gear and stuff, you feel more powerful. And because of the world scaling, when you do get those big upgrades and you level up one time, you're like, I'm hitting for less than what I hit before. This doesn't really feel too good. Uh, but I don't really know what their plan is for late game. I never played uh, the end game NDA beta for Diablo four. Yeah. Welcome back. Sorry about that. Uh, this PC, I think is on its last legs here. Uh, OBS literally was just hard crashing. Uh, it wasn't network related or anything, but as always, we're just going to blame mods. He said we could at the beginning of the show. And <laughs> so we're going to roll. Uh, we're going to roll with that as well. Uh, we were talking about and Diablo. It 4. was honestly like during that during that whole crash, I was still watching tra- watching all three chats here, and all three of them were like, <laughs> "Zeke, what'd you do? Zeke, suck! What the fuck, <laughs> Zeke?" <laughs> I'll tell you what, like, woe woe be to you, JP and Co. If you ever fucking replace me, because that person is going to have to take a lot of shit. Probably true. Very true. Yeah, very true. Good very, point. Very true. Um, all right. I, I will, it might've been the, maybe Diablo four was like just too crazy. The footage was just too hype, uh, that mods is showing. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> that could have been that. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right. So we were talking about, uh, Diablo four and, uh, like where it sits in the ARPG world. And if uh, I was asking you if it, uh, is a little bit different in size and scope to kind of, uh, General gamers, you know, casual gamers, whatever you want to call it. Uh, like, yeah. where, where do you think Diablo 4 exists within the world of gaming? Where does Diablo 4 exist in the ARPG? Well, first off, they're definitely not trying to be Path of Exile. <laughs> and I know a lot of people are trying to turn it into that. But, yeah, they're trying to make, like, you know, the easy entry point. They want to have, like, some customization. But they don't want to make it overwhelming. If you look at the talent tree, it basically just represents that. You just go down the skill tree, right? You put some points in. You have a couple different options on the cluster. You don't really, it's not really too confusing at all. And then later on, they have like further customization via Paragon board. Uh, there's no crafting in the game, which I actually thought was really, really surprising because Diablo 3 even had like basic crafting. 
But they did introduce the occultists, which kind of like you could like manipulate gear. I don't know if you guys, you guys have been playing Diablo mm-hmm. 4 beta also, right? Yeah. So the occultist is kind of just like your basic rudimentary crafting system. You find like a good base on the ground, but for whatever reason, they don't have any like type of loot filters that lets you like search for certain things, right? So you'll be looking for like a rare with like two good mods. And then, so you just have to hover over everything and then you go to the cultists and then you can reroll one of the mods. Then you can like go to the blacksmith and like enhance it to like increase the power level and the attributes on a little bit. And then you go get a, you know, you find an aspect on the ground with the legendary power that you want, or you run a dungeon and then you attach it to it. And then that's pretty much it, right? That's how you basically make your gear set. Um, And everything in the game is pretty much enabled by legendary powers, uh, it's not just like you just go pick up rares. I guess, well, certain classes are really, really strong right now. So no matter what, right, you d- you're just there, right? And, you know, you just have some rares and you're absolutely de- uh, demolishing early game. But majority yeah. of classes are fully enabled by legendary powers. So you have to have that synergy. But they don't control your character as much as they did in Diablo 3, which I think is good. I'm really happy that they moved away from, like, all those sets that just give you the huge damage bonus to the control your entire aspect of your build. Yeah. The, the define the character. Um, yeah. So that's really ultimately what matters in ARPDs to me is your creativity of making your build and the fantasy of getting more powerful and just being able to experiment with stuff. So maybe, maybe the question is like Diablo four, obviously very much so catering to the masses. Does it have enough yes. to cater to the POE folk, the, the hardcore of hardcore? folk is is the big question right because we haven't really seen the end game yet so we don't know i yeah i think this question they said is going to be answered in the developer interview after this beta is over it is a little concerning though that they haven't really been bragging about or showcasing the end game because i don't know if you guys know the history of diablo 3 the diablo 3 early beta it was really well right it was it was praised yeah. But all they did was show up to the Skeleton King. So they showed Act 1, a portion of Act 1, and people were like, oh, the combat's cool. The graphics look very, very modern. Uh, everything's fluid. It's, like, somewhat tactical. And then, uh, you know, after the, the full Diablo 3 classic came out, people were like, this is not what we expected. There's nothing to do endgame. The build variety, not that good. Drop rate's bad. So Yeah, D3 had a rough launch for sure. It, 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 yeah, a lot of those it issues got better were... over time. Yeah. A lot of those issues were like hidden uh, is, is kind of, I think what you're hitting at. Cause we just didn't know after, after Leoric, what it was going to look like, right? Like how, how everything was going to uh-huh. shape out. Um, 100%. Yeah. I know for, for me and co uh, and I, I guess you could lump us in uh, compared to mods. Uh, I will definitely say you can lump us into like the casual crew, right? Like the, the yeah. folks that are uh, casual to slightly above casual. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think so we both had a good play? time with it. Uh, and it oh, seems yeah. like most people are having a good time with it. It's just a question of like, what else is there? Right? Like that's. It, oh, it's been fun. I, yeah. Like when I go to sleep, I'm waking up the next morning. I'm like, I want to go play some more Diablo 4. It definitely has its faults, but uh, I think the game's absolutely beautiful. I think it's the best yep. looking ARPG title out there right now. Um, the combat's good. There's some skills that need some like visual overhauls and stuff. There's like some boss abilities that, you know, there's like things that need to be fixed and changed and adjusted. They don't got a lot of time to do it, but yeah, it's a, it's a fun game to play. Yeah. Now, how, the question is how long you're going to play it for though. Right. Right. Um, and, and they might be banking on the fact that there's, you know, it's that open world. So 
they're going to go and do what open world games do. And that's add a ton of things on the map that you can go and collect uh, different. What what are they calling them? The, the things you're renowned. Well, they, they, there's map renown for the zones. There's uh, the little dungeons that unlock the different aspects that you can put on your items. Like there's a lot of things to go and, and grind. Uh, it's just mm-hmm. like after we do that for the 15th, 30th time, is it still going to be like, are we still going to be having fun? Right? Like that's the big question. I think ultimately, yeah. or if the entire end game is just going to be harder versions of the dungeons we already cleared. If we did a map completion on the way up. Right. Yeah. The, the funniest thing about the clip that you're showing, the reason why I had to go back to town there would be that the game actually bugged out. And like, as you're traversing <laughs> through the regions, how they do like, you know, they like they're meshing like different worlds and servers. Yeah. A lot of times you can't get over obstacle or two areas and it won't load. So you have to go back to town and recome to the area to make stuff load. And that was a huge problem. I don't know if you guys were like running to invisible walls and stuff. Oh yeah. Yep. And right. like randomly world boss or world events just disappear because too many people came onto your server shard. You're like, what the heck is this? Yeah. Um, Specifically the, like, the like East exit out of uh, the main town was always uh bugged. Oh yeah. That. Going out the main gate. Yeah. yeah. The main gate ended up being the back gate. Yeah, it was not very uh, cinematic uh, main gate at I, all. I felt really bad yesterday because I was uh, I was walking around level twenty five just trying to get to somewhere, and there was a level five player that was right next to that wall with me, and they kept mm-hmm. doing the same exact thing where they were just running in place against the invisible barrier. And they typed like, "Hey, is this bugged for you?" I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> this is happening." He goes, "Man, I just downloaded this today. This sucks." <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> Well, you might want to try going Not into wrong. town and like going north or trying to go around some type of deal. He's like, oh, I'll try that type of deal. He just walked off. But not a not a great uh, experience when the main exit out of town is is having that occur. That's for sure. Um, I'm yeah. curious, mods, uh, Druid is your, that's like your go-to class. It's the one you were wanting to play, right? Oh, yeah. So I played a lot of Diablo 2, 10 to 1,000 hours, like my main game when I was a kid with all my friends when I was growing up and stuff. You know, we would like theory craft at school and everything. And then we'd get home, we'd like go to each other's houses and we'd like do our farm routes and stuff. So, Druid for me was my most anticipated character. I never played it like uh, during like the NDA beta and stuff like that and the media betas. And I finally got to play it this weekend. Yeah. I was so sad. <laughs> I was I was oh, waiting I for it. This was going to be a good story. I was, I was waiting no. for it. <laughs> I hate it now. Oh my god. Yeah. Did they dropped the ball on Okay, so Druid and Diablo 2 was never like the strongest character. It was kind of like the jack of all trades if you're playing a hard group uh in like hardcore mode, add like oak a bunch of like, you know, like health benefits for your party. So it's kind of like a needed class. The damage was always like mediocre. It was never super insane. Even if you like built up like a fully Enigma Ellie Trude and stuff like that. And you had all your skillers and stuff. It wasn't the best killer, but it provided like utility via pets. that would take aggro and it'd give a bunch of health to everybody. Yeah. Diablo 4 Druid early game is rough. I don't know who tested like the early game balancing, but comparative to every other character, it felt so bad. The base skills and core damage skills. Someone show me a screenshot, right? So you have your generator on your Diablo 4 Druid, and then you have your core skill spender, which ever it might be. It might be like a tornado or an earth spike, yeah. or it might be like a, a pull rise from a bear. Uh, someone show me a clip of Necromancer, which I haven't played yet. Oh, uh, I would not play it uh, after playing. You're going to get upset. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah they, sh they showed me this clip right and they have like one summonable skeleton right and it's hitting for much of my spender on my druid at the time right and, like you don't have any legendary synergy this is your base character when you just start the game but i'm like whacking this mob building up my spirit it doesn't have any base spirit regen i cast my skill the mob only gets chunked like one third of its health and then I'm like, man, this doesn't seem right. And then shows shows me a clip of Necromancer, just a skeleton there, just one shotting everything. I'm like, how does this even balance? Like, why is the skeleton <laughs> doing more damage than my druid spender? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So they definitely have some early game balancing that they need to do. I think. Yeah. It. Uh, <laughs> to say the least. I I have not played druid. I played necro. Co. Did you play druid? Uh, in, what uh, did I you? did. I was actually in the same boat as mods. I was really excited to play it. I thought it could be super cool. I was jazzed for it, and then I played it. And was just very very underwhelmed. Yeah. The keyword is underwhelmed. It's just. It doesn't feel good. Yeah. It doesn't feel good. I played it until about fifteen, and then I was like, okay, I want to play a necro because I, I had a really good time with Sork, and I think I've now settled on Rogue as my main, but okay. um was not really feeling it at all yeah, yeah i was very sad well, a few that. years ago i first picked up diablo 2 for i can't remember what reason it might have been for a cd-rom thing or whatever but i my ears my ears per, uh, perked up because i was like skeleton necro hey that's i, I know that i, I get that <laughs> reference i i played that in diablo for my one and only play to uh playthrough of diablo 2 and i'm happy to hear that it's uh it's op it's great Excellent. yeah necro is ne crazy necro is strong Necro's in a good spot. Um, Necro and Sork are just stupid good, and then Rogue has a couple stupid good builds. And then what's even weirder, okay, <clears throat> this drives me crazy about the beta. So I think it's the lead director, somebody on Twitter, sends this message, this direct tweet to him, and they say, hey, so I've noticed that uniques are dropping all the time. Like, is this a beta thing? And he replies to the guy, and yeah. he says, yes, we have increased the drop rate of uniques to give you a quote, a more full beta experience. And I was like, that's cool. Yet you didn't let two of your five classes specialize yeah. for your full beta experience. Like, and literally they're the two weakest classes. So now nobody knows like, is, are they weak because they're specialized? Are they weak? Cause they're just not tuned and they didn't do the work to do that. Like it's this really weird. Like if you wanted a full beta experience, why are you gimping the two weakest classes? Like that's yeah. so weird. Um, yeah. Just put an NPC in the town that you talk to and get the specialization for beta, you know, or something like that. So it's it's uh, it's very weird. So now everyone is, like, through these through these multiple camps. There's three main camps. There is, oh, Druid and Barbarians suck. And there's some <laughs> some good arguments to the fact that those are also the two classes that both have to gain uh, their, their resource. Sork, Necro, and Rogue all passively gain their resource. So as they're dodging AoEs, as they're moving around, they're gaining resources so they can then spend them when they have the chance to. Whereas Druid and Barbarian, when they're evading bosses and AoEs and stuff, they're not gaining the resource. And then in many cases, they're losing their gained resource. So it's like a double whammy of suck. And then they have to run into a, a threatened area right next to a boss to then gain more resource and even do damage. So there's not there, there's there's the first camp, those two classes suck. Then there's the second camp where it's, well, we don't know if they suck because we didn't specialize. Right. It could be great. And then there's the third camp where it's all of you just shut the up this is level 25 <laughs> none of this means anything and those two classes are designed to be sucky early game because they're a lot stronger as you get closer to end game and that then brings up the argument well why why do they have to have sucky <laughs> one through 25 experiences if they're stronger at the end yeah like it so there's 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 all sorts of weird stuff going on with this it's brought up a lot of very strange questions 
Um, I know that it it does kind of invalidate any discussion on if they're good or not when you don't have one of their backbone traits, which is specialization. Mm-hmm. Very true. Um, so it's it's just a it's just a weird situation, man. Yeah, I yeah. I think like the conversation that's exactly right. Co. The conversation is no matter what I want to say, it ends with in the current beta. Yeah, it all ends with, but we don't know. <laughs> but we any, don't know argument, in the current beta. Any direction ends with, but we don't know and we won't know until the game comes out. I guess you could yeah. say, so, like, statements like, Druid feels really bad in the first 25 levels. That's probably kind of, or in the first 15 levels, I guess, because we get the yeah. spec point at 15. Yes, that's, that's where you're good, because yeah. nothing's really going to change for that. So that that's that's kind of the discussion people should be having. How does how do the classes feel to get to from 1 to 15? Yeah. Um, and specifically... Like, not with the perfect builds. Like, because you got to remember, and Mods brought up a really good point. This game is aimed towards a more casual audience. So this, you know, this isn't, this isn't aimed towards people who are going to be respecking to get the perfect skill and, and group of skills every time. Like, they're wanting players to be able to relatively easily, like, you know, get through the game. This isn't a Path of Exile. This is a Diablo 4 that's been even more streamlined in some cases. So the idea that, like, when I first played uh, a couple of the classes, the Rogue particularly, um, I did my rogue without using the twisting daggers at the beginning. And dude, he was, he was just bad. Like I literally <laughs> got to, a, I got to a boss that there was nothing I could do to beat him. And he was just a side <laughs> quest boss of my level. And it's like, there's literally nothing I can do to beat him. The den mother, for those that don't know. Oh like, yeah. If you're not playing yeah, that a class a lot of somewhat mobile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and my big, my big spend ability was parking myself in one place and doing not that much damage in front of me very fast. And it's like, while I'm doing that, she's just wailing on me like destroying me and it's just like well guess i'll die then yeah um so you know it's 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 uh there's some weird decisions with this game um and it and i have to admit it feels like at the end of the day there's some stuff that just hasn't been well tested um yeah. be it boss or character centric yeah they did say that this beta build is an old build i think uh the lead director but they didn't really give more information than that they didn't say like how many changes that they made right yeah yeah early game experience should be good for everybody though you know like people make comparisons to diablo 2 like diablo 2 had the same thing certain builds didn't evolve once you got certain rune words and certain synergies and stuff but at the modern title where like all characters should perform at a decently efficient level or through the leveling experience they shouldn't be gimped until later on yeah. No, I but, uh, also yeah, to be to be fair. I did. Oh, I was just gonna say to be fair, every beta's on an old build. <laughs> I yeah. guess they all that's yeah, what yeah, say yeah. for every single that's beta. A good point too, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of covers yeah. their ass a little bit. It does. Yeah. It does. Yeah. However, Drew and I ended up putting a lot of time into it, and I did find some viable builds where uh I ended up playing like a pulverized build and a wind build, and uh, you know, I encountered the butcher and I was just able to face tank it. It was extremely defensive. Based on what I saw with Druid endgame-wise, like once you got your legendary synergy, then aspects uh, acquired, and you got your build going, I could see Druid being one of the best hardcore characters in Diablo 4, potentially at endgame. Because uh, their boons have all been data mined, so you can see what they are. And basically how the Druid system works is there's like four different animals that you specialize into, and there are different nodes that you select through the bonuses. So you got like four different animals, and each animal has four different passes that you can select. And then you put one into each point that's more specialized your build for whatever you're doing. And then one of the animals you can put two points into. So you basically get five additional passives as a druid, huh. which is pretty huge to not have into the beta. And then for barbarian, yeah. right, you have like the, the weapon synergy stuff that makes it really strong. Yeah. yeah, once I got my legendary synergy and it kind of seemed like for druid, every single skill, there was like three legendary that gave it huge damage multiplier, almost Diablo 3-ish. 
where you would have to get like an item for, let's say, pulverize. It was like 100% damage increase, 250% damage increase, and did a cascade. Yeah, it felt kind of like Diablo 3, where it was giving these huge bonuses, but the builds do work. I was just hitting for tens, 20,000 damage, one shot entire packs, able to phase tank the butcher and kill it on the druid. No problem at all. Yeah. Well, eventually, we, yeah. The. The scary part of that, I guess, is with that the the tweet from um, Rod Ferguson about legendary drop rates being increased. You won't have those until potentially end game, right? So does that just mean Druid's going to be bad until you <laughs> hit fifty and start seeing more legendaries? If you don't have yeah, access to that type of stuff, I don't yeah, know. they said there's going to be like a three time multiplier on legendary drop for the beta. So yeah, Druid, regardless, it's going to feel wonky and not too good with his current tuning early on and who knows how long you're gonna have to struggle for. Yeah. Yeah. Just one of those things By we'll way, have to see. Have, have they talked at all about how they're going to handle like uh player item trading and such? They did. Yes. What's their plan for that? I haven't actually looked into that at all. So you're going to be able to trade gold. You're going to be able to trade all items up to rare. So basically your basis oh. for making legendaries and then all your different tiers of legendary, legendary, sacred legendary, the ancestral legendary, and unique items will not be tradable. You have to find all those yourself. And basically the main difference between like a rare and like a legendary is legendary's got one more attribute. So, you know, you can make any rare item into a legendary, but it'll only have three affixes. Hmm. But if you find an actual Neat. legendary, right, it got four affixes and you got sacred and then you got like all these other tiers of legendaries. And then uniques are supposed to be really, really build the finding stuff that you could equip. That they haven't really in showcased the, yet. Yeah. The um. So in other words, if I if if I'm playing a druid and my buddy's playing a druid and I get like two of an item, I can't just give him that one of those items if they're if it's a legendary. No. Mm. That's their plan so far. They, they they don't want you trading those more powerful items. They want you finding them. Hmm. All right. I, I guess mm-hmm. that still opens enough for like some sort of player economy, but not enough to where people can just <laughs> like. Is that is that a form of them combating uh, RMT? <laughs> the funniest thing this weekend I was playing last night, there was already websites advertising gold selling and items selling in games. So I think it might Whew. be like an anti-botting yeah. protocol. But real money transaction. I just got yeah, it. yeah R- gold, RMT. Real, real. real money trade. So, <laughs> yeah, gold so far had like such a high value. I don't know it if does. you guys ran into it. It's like one of your main resources that like yeah. halts your progress, right? You're doing your enhancements on your gear. You're doing a reroll and aspect transfers. I think it's expensive. Out of gold, yeah, three hundred thousand yeah. or four hundred thousand for some of those uh, like third and fourth. Ooh, I think it's yeah. the, the third, the fourth upgrade on a weapon was like four hundred thousand. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so yeah, they're, they're already like websites advertising in the in-game chat selling gold. So, I yeah, that, that's crazy. gonna happen. It, those those people work so quick, man. That it was oh, that's like an entire industry. It's a whole, dude. It's a whole yeah. industry, dude. Yeah, it's, it's a whole massive. industry. It's massive. There's literally it's rented wild. out buildings with like hundreds of people in them in different games doing that under one umbrella company. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's yeah. it's also wild to think. Uh, and mods, I'm curious how like hardcore you went. I ran into a dude on Friday who was playing his uh, clearly his character from the first weekend. His name was Kratos. He looked like Kratos. He was a barbarian. He had every weapon slot uh, upgraded to four. He had the butcher unique, uh, and yeah. he was just like a monster. Like he <laughs> was like the most decked out character I've ever seen. 
that shit's gone in 24 out. hours. It's not going to exist anymore. <laughs> like, how, how hardcore were you going this beta? Oh, I love doing the build like, explore, like, experimentation exploring. So, yeah, I've been, I've been playing like 15, 16, 18 hours a day. I love doing it. It's not like your bread and butter ARPG player. Like, we're used to seasonal resets. We're used to re-leveling characters. We're used to re-gearing characters. And that's like a part of the hardcore ARPG group. That's what we enjoy doing. Yeah, it's just min maxing, theory crafting, finding like synergies, finding bug stuff, finding you know things that might give you advantage when the ladder comes out. Are you going to go like the you know the four X upgrade on every item? Or are you just more interested in finding the build things uh, out for there? The, no, the I'm not. I'm not trying to do the four X upgrade. I'll just go into three times on some of the stuff I enjoy the build. But yeah, okay. just kind of playing all the character and then trying out the different set and trying different skills. I don't yeah. want to force myself to just play one skill just because I like it. Yeah. I'm trying to just play everything, right? And get a feel for everything. Yeah. Now, just be as thorough Lazar, as possible. Are you one of the hardcore runners? Are you, do you always do hardcore, that kind of thing? Uh, depending on the game, like Path of Exile. Yeah, hardcore Soul Cell Found, by the way. Diablo 2 hardcore. <laughs> Diablo 3. I don't really like hardcore. Yeah, do you drive a Prius? That's the. No, I, so for Diablo. Uh, uh, Diablo uh, oh, a, monster, a monster Miata. Nice. Very nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. So with Diablo 4, are you doing softcore to start with? Uh, no, I'm going to be doing hardcore to start off with. Really? So even into yeah. like the unknown territory? Yeah. Mm. It, it, I don't know. It's fun. It's like a, it's like a, it's like doing like an extreme sport for me. It's like exhilarating. You know, you might die, but I like the sense that you could lose your character and you have to pay attention and play well. How where how do you feel about hardcore in Diablo Four? Like, is it is it fine? Is it, with World Rank Two? Can you even experience it at all? Real quick. Uh, no, not really. Um, before we like, what is the appeal? Because I would, that was a question I've been waiting like because of waiting for a, a momentary pause or something. But since you brought it up, what is the appeal of hardcore over something else? Or uh, the, over the general course. accepted thing is uh, the length and girth of your e penis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep. Is it just it's just straight up bragging rights? Or I think so. Yeah, yeah. Do you no, get more no rewards drop for doing hardcore. Nope. Okay. No extra drop rates, no extra anything. No, no. Extra and in Diablo drops, Four, nothing. unlike Path of Exile or anything, in hard hardcore in Diablo Four is it deletes your character. So oh, when you, it, when you they die, don't even put it into gone. softcore. It doesn't it's drop gone. you. Nope, drops you right. It puts you in like the Hall of Heroes or something, and you're, they, you're dead. You still you still have stared uh, uh, a shared stash, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, you have a shared stash, so you can hoard gear and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, for for you for hardcore, like, how do you feel about hardcore in Diablo Four? Oh, well, Especially since it knowns. locks you in box um, encounters or boss encounters. Oh no, there's actually scroll. There's scro- the scrolls in hardcore that you could uh, acquire and that allow you to auto teleport out. There's auto a special currency out. in hardcore. You could assign this scroll to your Hot Wheel, so you know you have that little like I don't know. I call it the console wheel, like where you pull it up and you do like your modes. So you can, like leave dungeons yeah. and stuff and reset stuff. Hardcore mode had like an instantaneous teleportation thing, and supposedly it's supposed to activate if you disconnect. Oh God! <laughs> I didn't. Oh, wait so a it's second. almost it's almost like a built-in lockout yeah. macro, but I don't think it was working. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! Really? Where do you where do you get that in the game? I've, I've all my it, it just drops. Seen that anywhere. Uh, they're limited. The scroll. Wait, so you even played hardcore and you didn't notice the scroll? It's like it goes into one of your inventory tabs. You know, your four inventory tabs. It just goes in there, and you can bind it to uh, one of your wheel functions, and you just hit a hotkey and auto boom out. Wait, wait, wait. It, You're going to watch Kobe real sad though. here real quick. It's going to be great. 
I do. He doesn't believe you. <laughs> you probably have some on your character. You just didn't notice it. It's not like it's not like it doesn't just go in there. It's like it's hidden off. Where does like it like look around for it? Where do they drop from? Is it just a random drop? Yeah, it just like randomly drops in the world. Yeah, you just like get it from doing stuff. I didn't see like a tab? NPC. Yeah, I didn't see like an NPC that. Hold on, uh, I'm totally firing up my. I've still got a 25 sork. Let me let me see if he's got. <laughs> I'm super so, interested now. Yeah, with with that scroll, I didn't know about that scroll. How? What does like the hardcore community think about that? Because it, it is a built-in logout macro in a lot of ways, right? Like. Uh, I think they generally accept it because in Diablo 4, from what we've seen, classes don't have like a cheat death, right? So like Path of Exile, you don't really got cheat deaths. Diablo 3, every class usually has not even one, just one cheat death, but multiple cheat deaths. So it does like if you, you die, it prevents means? your death. Oh, okay. okay. Um, so like Diablo 3, right? If you die, you don't actually die and you recover HP. And usually people just run to town. They're like, oh shit, I almost died. My cooldown is on my cheat death. I'm running to town. I'm just going to hide there in safety until it goes away. Um, and then once their cheat death comes off cooldown, they go and fight stuff again. Sometimes if you're like really pushing like Rifts in Diablo 3, uh, you'll keep on continuing when your cheat death procs if you know you're not going to die. But most of the time you just like you die or almost die, then you flee back to town. Yeah. Diablo okay. 4, most classes don't seem to have a cheat death besides Source. Okay. I just checked all of my hardcore characters. You're talking about the same place where potions are, right? Consumables? Uh, yeah, then it's in your little tab in your inventory. Yeah, I I have I don't think I've ever seen one of those drop. You never got a, a, a single scroll of something. No. Yeah, I don't know the specific name. Yeah, it's like a little scroll thing. Oh I can put I, I can boot up my Diablo and tell you the exact name. Oh, chat's saying that they're they're a super rare drop. Yeah, uh, it's cool that they're rare. I, I like that they are rare. And wow. Yeah, I've only been playing hardcore characters. I don't think I've ever seen one. I think I, I think I would have noticed that if I would have picked it up. It's like that was. Yeah. I, I I try to read everything I pick up at least. So yeah, that's wild. Yeah, it's like your oh shit scroll button. of escape, and I've gotten one of them. Says so crazy a scroll of escape. <laughs> Interesting. So uh, then, huh? That's with, cool. I had no idea. So it, that those instantly teleport you to the town, I guess. Yep, so if you're locked in a counter or if you, like, encounter some affixes or the butcher runs up on you and you're like, man, my build's not ready for this, you can just scroll, scroll, scroll to escape out. That is super interesting. That is wild. Yeah. I had no idea. But it's like, they don't want you those. using it all the time. It's like that, oh, shit button. You're like, oh, yeah. It, it's to yeah. save to go into, like, you know, if you know a hard encounter is about to occur, you, you could go farm and try to get one of those. Like, are they tradable? Uh, mods, do you know if you can trade those? The scroll. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't ever try to. I didn't ever try to trade. I don't know if you them. can trade consumables, but yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, don't I actually know. don't, I don't know the answer to that. I never we'll try see, to trade any of them. We'll see if Chad has any. Uh, it seems like something of that nature that would like in hardcore that would save your ass. They would put like a big like you know like fanfare like. Hey, look at this! <laughs> Somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody in chat confirmed it's a white item on the ground, too. It's not like a rare or anything, so I don't know. Um, chat is saying really you wild. can trade consumables, but they do not know about the scroll. I think if you could trade that scroll, that's going to become like a very hot commodity within That would be incredibly, yeah, yeah. Right? Like the the RMT folk are just like, we need some of these fucking scrolls right now. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> we got to get those. Get out of jail level. free cards, man. Yeah, yeah. Um 
Did you get any of the uniques mods or, or even coded? Did either of you uh, see any of the uniques? I think Butcher drops one. There's, I also saw there was like a necklace, but I have no idea where it drops from. I don't know if that's even droppable or if that was just data mined from the uh, a lot of legendaries. I don't think any uniques. Or not, yeah, yeah. Mods, did you get? Yeah, any? no. I killed the butcher four times yesterday on my druid. I didn't get the butcher sickle once. Um, okay. Yeah. So yeah, the, wow. the drop rate on them is definitely pretty low. Yeah. Uh, it's not high. Yeah. Um, and then what, what no, did JP, you play? You're, you're asking like you have, you played a lot of this. Yeah. 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 I'm just, I'm, I'm doing oh, okay. the interviewer thing where I, I act stupid, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> but yeah. Well, how about you though? Did you get any good stuff? Let me interview you JP. No, no, I didn't get any unique site. <laughs> the only thing I saw was that Kratos guy who was a God and just had like every rare item that I've ever seen in the unique rare, like it was insane. He, he was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> now does it does that strike you as someone who is just hardcore playing it or someone who paid for like oh they were just that. playing massive amounts yeah, yeah they something were just, you can really oh, buy right now they were just uh oh the so the, the trade stuff player. you're talking is not up yet yeah well nobody's gonna real money trade in well maybe some super rich dumb people but yeah. everything's <laughs> gonna be erased in beta so yeah <laughs> like you, know. you just answered my the yeah you answered my own question like yeah super rich dumb people i was wondering if that guy was a, one of those <laughs> He might have been. And I wouldn't say dumb. I would say like passionate. Yeah. Because we talk about how much money we spend on these things. That's true. That's true. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The difference is most of the stuff we buy doesn't get erased at the end of the weekend. It just gets forgotten about. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) That's how Mm. it works. It gets replaced with the next cool thing that you put over top of it. Like, oh, these wings are done. How much you pay for them? Don't let's not talk about it. I got new ones now. These look at these ones. Yeah. Very true. Very true. Um, I played ne- so I didn't get a chance to play at all last weekend. Uh, I, I was taking a family trip. I played Necro this weekend. I played a little bit of Sork, uh, enough to be like, "Oh, Sork is absolutely broken with Chain Lightning. This is incredible." Uh, I got to go get on a flight, and so Necro is where I went this weekend. Uh, and the reason mods I was telling you don't play Necro is like, I didn't take, <laughs> I didn't go the meta build that everyone was doing, uh, where you do the the like blood whatever blood surge i forgot what it's called um where it you use that ability and it pops any corpses and corpse explodes them and and reduces the cooldown that is like oh yeah that is obscenely Legendary broken. Thing. that is just like this that is 100 not making it to the life game no way no chance in hell um i just went passives on all my uh pets and then got the legendaries to give me more like skeletal minions and skeletal mages I just walked around, let my pets do everything. It was great. I didn't have any issues. I was uh, running into bosses and just standing there while the pets like completely soloed them down in like pretty fast amounts of time. Uh, and I had a fantastic time. I had a bunch of people in my chat saying that they were like, quote unquote, breaking NDA. But apparently you can't do that at the end game. The pets just die, which makes a lot of sense, right? Like that. that's following yeah. the other uh, iterations of Necromancer makes sense that you're just gonna have your pets die uh once you hit end game but if that's how it is for like leveling i could totally see anyone doing that just getting a shit ton of pets walking around and killing everything and having having a blast it's a complete opposite 
experience from what I'm watching you do here uh, on Druid, where you're having to like do everything. You're trying so hard. To take yeah, I think this was when I was trying to set up like the new build, and I got actually set up. This was like the pulverize build, and then it was doing a lot of damage afterwards. Yeah, is pulverize oh, the one? Damn. That's like the one attack that does a lot of damage, right? When you build big up AOE to bear it. slam, right? Yeah, yeah, big AOE bear slam. Yeah, had like three legendary that give it synergy, like turn it into an earth elemental skill. Like boots, I give it plus levels. I had like plus nine level uh, to pulverize. So yeah, I was doing hefty damage. Nice, nice. I was doing some good damage after you invested into it. What did you play on the first weekend, Mons? Class wise, everything. Okay. Yeah. Did you did you rogue. have a favorite out of uh, rogue, uh, barb, and and Sork? By far, rogue. I just loved how nimble and quick and agile was. Yep. There is like there is no bad build, right? Like you were able footage. to scale up. You're able to scale up barrage and rapid fire and flurry. Everything was good. There are some bugs with flurry though. When you got this AOE that made it like an AOE attack instead of a single target attack, and it wouldn't actually hit or do application based dots. And uh, there was like this ring that would give you dodge if you had damage over time effects on enemies, and he made you 100% immortal. So people were using that. <laughs> But yeah, I loved how Rogue played. Um, if I end up not liking Druid or they don't like change something in the Druid, I'll probably main Rogue. It's so fun to play. How do they handle the Agreed. the weapons on Rogue? Because like Barbarian has four weapons. Does Rogue, uh, having not played it at all, do you get two daggers or two swords and then a bow? Or what? how are they handling that? Yeah, so you have three weapons. You could use whatever you want. They have different implicits. You use daggers or you could use swords, and they could either use a crossbow or a bow, and they just had different implicit bonuses on it, damage to close targets, critical hit damage. But you couldn't really scale, like, critical hit damage to or critical hit chance to insane during the beta. Um, But, yeah, overall, yeah, Rogue felt really, really good. Okay. Uh, Would you say, uh, Mods, I'm curious... Melee classes in Diablo have always been pretty item dependent just because of how they function. Do you think, like, does Rogue follow that uh, formula as well, kind of like Barbarian? Mm. Uh, no, there's a couple, like, leveling skills that were definitely superior for Rogue. Like, Twisting Blades was probably by far my best experience with leveling. You would just attack a mob, dash away, and it died. And then there was the legendary power that gave you, like, a little blade storm thing. Is that what we're saying? Uh, what what are these swirly things around? This is the first time I'm seeing Rogue, so I'm just going to ask all the stupid questions. What are these swirly things around Nico? What ability is that? Do you know? Uh, that Yeah, that is the, I don't remember the exact name, but it's basically something where you summon five little shadow orbs and they give you a bit of, I think it's physical resistance. And then oh. every time you get hit, it drops down. You can upgrade yeah. it to make it so each one adds movement speed. There's a chance that they won't get removed when you get hit, that kind of thing. So it's a defensive ability primarily. Okay, yeah. gotcha. It's called uh, Dark Shroud. Dark Shroud. Cool. Yep. Um, yeah, the, dude, Rogue gets just crazy good. Um, it, like I was having so much fun with my Rogue before I ran him into a group of mobs and killed him um, <laughs> at the end of at the end of last beta. But like literally with the with the shadow imbuement where enemies just kind of pop when they die. Um, that with uh, jacking up twinning blades, you jab your blades into something and then they follow you and do damage to everything in between. And then you can dash your enemies to do damage to other stuff as well. So you jab your your you jab your shadow imbued blades into somebody and then you dash through a group of mobs and as the blades come back and kill them they all start popping and doing damage to each other so nice. like the entire group of mobs just explodes and then you just keep running and the best part is you're always moving which is what i absolutely loved about the class it combines like unmelee with high damage and high movement 
And I liked Barbarian because I liked Melee. Melee in this game is fun, but the problem is you had no damage and then and then barely any movement. So it's kind of like <laughs> this takes this takes the fun part of a melee class and the the high DPS of a caster class and puts it in like one nice little mobile package, which is why Rogue is just awesome right now. Yeah. yeah. I uh I played a little bit of Barbarian last night, uh having not played it before. I kind of cheated because I had a uh, stash gear, and so like I hit mm-hmm. fourteen or some some level and, and jumped up like three hundred DPS on a weapon that I had from that level thirty five elite on the the west uh, southwest mm-hmm. corner, and like it was it was it felt so great. Like I would just walk up to a boss and like hit it once with the bleed, and then the bleed bar would fill the entire bar, and I would just walk away, and it would die after that. It felt really good. Obviously, that's not the experience I'm going to get while leveling for the first time because I won't have access to like, you know, those type of items. Uh, but I had, a, I had a good time playing it. I, I will most likely start uh, Barbarian. I, I felt the uh, kind of like what Ko was saying the the melee aspect or the physicality aspect. It felt good just walking up and attacking things. Um, and I w- I didn't even get any of the abilities apart from Rend or Bleed. I was just walking around Thorns, and that was also cool because you just don't have to do anything and mobs just attack you and fall over. Oh, uh, uh, you're playing the thorns build on your barb. Yeah. And it, it felt oh, you great. Like that it was fantastic. <laughs> I, I had some gear saved up for my necro that had thorns on it. And it was, and then I had the, uh, the legendary that makes thorns AOE like a 60% chance or something. So when, mm-hmm. when a mob triggers your thorns, it triggers all the other mobs around you as well, or something like that. It was awesome. Uh, it, it was thorns so is damage cool. shield, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that's what I ended up doing on my. That's what I did on my hardcore barb, and I actually liked that. And um, oh, and for me, for barb specifically, I had to play lunge strike because it had like lower mobility. But with lunge strike, like your basic attack, you would just dash around like crazy to all mobs. So you'd just be dashing around the battlefield and just using the mobs to teleport. It kind of felt like Rogue a little bit when he did that. But then you just reflect, kill everything. Yeah, yeah. The, the reflect yeah, so, like, stuff yeah, felt great. Yeah, lunge strike for me almost like felt mandatory on Barb when leveling because you just kept them having all the bosses that would constantly try to combat your advances to get close to them to attack them. And you did have like leap and you did have charge and you did have stuff to close that gap. But yeah, for leveling, Barb using lunge strike, it made the experience a lot better instead of just slowly moseying over yeah. to the mob and trying to generate. I only, I think I'm like 18. So I, I didn't cap out at 25, but I, I might. Uh... I, I don't know if you guys found this, but when I was playing the game, I was when I first started playing, I was like, all right, I'm going to go into every cave and unlock everything. And I'm going to like, you know, do all, I did all the side quests. I did all the main quest stuff. And then as I'm like kind of towards the tail end of that, I'm like, why the fuck am I doing? This is all getting reset. Why am I trying to max and do everything in this stupid beta when it's all just going away? Uh, and I even admit that. And I'll be like, yeah, I'll log in tonight and try to probably hit 25 on Barb for some reason. Uh, is that just like the pull of the game being fun to play? It, I, I, I think that speaks good things. That's not a bad thing that the game's making me do that. The game feels really good. That's that's one of the best things this game has going for it. It's like it's beautiful. The music is incredible. The cinematics are awesome. Um, it's 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 the animations all connect really well. The sound effects are good. Like it's one of those. It's one of those like going 
in the beta last weekend and I went back to last epoch, you know, I really like last epoch for the mechanic aspect. In fact, I think I prefer it over Diablo mm. at the same time, like the presentation and all that kind of the playability, um, is, is a big factor in, in, in Diablo four. And it's one of the things that I think kind of sets it apart as a triple A ARPG. It's just, it just plays really well. Yeah. Mods, how do you feel? Yeah, no, that's, that's pretty much normal with Blizzard title. Blizzard titles that's hit true. and miss for like what you actually do for extended period of time or quality of raids and stuff like that. But all that other stuff, like the base of a game, they always excel on it. And they definitely hit that point on Diablo 4. I don't, you could call it like, you know, something mobily or maybe like something like constantly, the elements, the UI, UX stuff. But you know, overall, the game looks beautiful and everything else Coase said is definitely extremely true about it. Even if it, even if the game isn't good at the end game, you'll probably still get a good campaign experience about through it, and you'll still have the seasonal reset. They said they did want to continue adding content to the game in form of the seasons, and oh, leave that Joe Shelley. Yeah, he said he said they're going to be meaty, they're going to be big. You know, we want to treat it the true live service game and constantly add stuff to that. I hope everything he's saying is true. Yeah, that would be sick. They, we're going to get our like paid the, expansions. Yeah, that's Monk, the thing. Paladin, <laughs> we're probably going to see like all these classes come down and, and paid expansions and everything too. So, yeah, that, that's pretty funny to say that. Someone had asked me yesterday. They're like, "What's the difference between a Rogue and Amazon? Like, why didn't they give us Amazon?" I told them seventy bucks. <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong. You're, you're totally yeah. not wrong about that. That's a really good point. Yeah, yeah. We they they definitely have uh, some classes that they could. Uh, five classes is not that many classes is what I will say. Nope. So we will see classes being added over time for sure. Uh, five classes and no subclasses. What the so hell is like, this? I've never seen that happen. Oh, so that's, that's a super cool aspect. So if you see that little sign on the ground there, there are a handful of those throughout the game. And anytime oh. you go on top of them and hit F, then it will like tilt your camera and kind of cinematically look at whatever you see ahead of you. Uh, it's a, it's a very cool feature. And most of the time they're, they're very like highly detailed and cool looking models. Yeah, I didn't even know that existed. I I didn't That's see any of the cutscenes. I was just hammer. I was escaping because I wanted to save it for release. So I don't even know like story or any of that apart from what you play. Um, you didn't watch the cinematics or I didn't see any of the cinematics. stuff your first time. No. Oh I man, I you're, it all. you're missing out on some good voice acting and cutscenes. Mm-hmm. And there's art like already the lore community is going ca- crazy about some of their analysis stuff on different, I don't want to really ruin any of it, but yeah, people are already discussing where they think the story is going to go and who's going to be all the secret protagonists and antagonist people. And cool. Who's going to be, Wait, this game has a story. Yeah. It's yeah, actually, yeah, it has, it's actually it's a pretty good, good yeah. story. Yeah. Like it's, it's, and it's in the cutscenes and stuff. Hmm. In this game are, are awesome. And I think, uh, I don't remember, I think it was skill up who said that they were taking a, like a darker angle in it. This game is gory and it is, brutal like yeah. like they do not hold anything back there are some very very dark very brutal very uh visceral things that happen in the game that are highly entertaining yeah zeke i like for all all the poe conversations that we have zeke and, and you not being interested in it diablo 4 is that bridge that mm-hmm. you should probably play this game <laughs> <laughs> Even if you just play it through for the story, like in the cutscenes and stuff, totally. like, I bet you'd have a great time. Absolutely, I, I think you would as well, Zeke. I, I think you mm-hmm. would have an absolute blast. Have Have you ever played I, like I'm Diablo not... One, Zeke, or Diablo Two? I played Diablo Two. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I played. I played. I think I played up to. And I was going to mention this. Like one of the other things that I that I found out. Hold on, this is bugging me. Real quick. 
There we go. Um, one of the other things that I that I uh, heard and I wanted to like jump in was uh, people were saying Necro was no good on bosses, and I was like, yeah, I remember that. I mean, I breezed through Diablo two with Necro, and then like Corpse Explosion and all that shit, and then I got to boss like I got to, I never beat Diablo. I never like defeated it because like corpse explosion like is it didn't work very well you know like not a lot of corpses to explode and shit like that so that was one thing um but the other thing is yes i played through diablo 2 and i i'm i have no desire like to check out the beta for that reason if i'm going to play it it's because uh i'll I'll wait for the full release of it yeah like i don't need to you know check it out early um it was the same with uh there was another like hype uh um Oh, it was already four. I'm sure we'll talk about that later. Yeah. They had the demo or whatever. Oh, um, right, right. I didn't play it either. Chainsaw something or other, like Chainsaw uh, Storyline, or I don't know what that meant, but yeah. Um, I didn't play it because I knew I'd be playing the full thing anyways. So, yeah, if I'm going to play this, it'll be when it's completely out. And uh, do you, uh, now, quick question. Forgive my ignorance. Do you have to play this online? Like, does it have to be? Yes. Delphine. You have yeah. to be connected. Okay um okay yeah 100 okay. percent. you have to be connected the yeah. the other selling point zeke and, and a lot of people are pointing it out in chat um diablo 3 introduced controller support and a lot of people are like that's stupid why would i play an arpg and having played it on the switch and played it with a controller multiple times it's probably one of the best Im- implementations of like a controller and an arpg i had a bunch of people that uh played the first beta fully on mouse and keyboard and they're like yeah of course i'm gonna do that blah 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 they plugged in the control and they're like i'm never gonna go back to mouse and keyboard after playing it on controller Dude, i was who who validated me who val or who validated controller people on on twitter who was that <laughs> I, I don't know was it was it goth or was it might have um, been that sounds like yeah goth goth might have been that that guy okay yeah because i saw like a big name yeah it was gathalian good okay i saw a big name going like controllers the bomb for this and i was like Okay, good. I don't have to feel stupid if I try with controller. Excellent. Great. In a lot of ways, I mean, uh, mods, uh, I would love for you to weigh on in, in on this and, and co as well. Like, this game is is like made with that in mind, right? Like, it's it's shipping on consoles. And so almost everything they did had the idea of like, how do we make this work on a console at the same time? And so it, it's yeah. a factor in, in the UI. It's a factor in everything. Uh, for for better or worse, right? For the console crowd, that's great, and it works great. Um, I did see a lot of people saying like, "Oh, well, this is only this way because of the console crowd." Um, the only thing no, I would that- be concerned about with controller would be the fucking uh, Tetris like item. Oh, there is no Tetris jostling. It's just an item no, in easy, a yeah. inventory. Like, see right there? All all the things are the same size. Oh, they just have their own individual squares. A a ring and a (laughs) pair of pants and a two-hand sight are all the same Yes, it's all the same thing. Which also, a change. Like, mods, I'm curious, how do you feel about all that? Oh, no, it definitely feels like a lot of the design decisions for maybe some of the worst design decisions were basically made because of consoles, right? Because it is going to be cross-platform. They're huge focus on that. But um, I'm mainly a keyboard and mouse guy, and I hooked up my controller. It plays good on controller. There's actually aspects of the game where I felt Diablo 4 felt better on controller than mouse and keyboard, especially with their auto-targeting. Like, when uh, my main example is when you got a conduit shrine when you're doing, like, a dungeon. Yeah. 
on the controller, it felt a thousand times better, right? You just, you know, hit your button, right? All your buttons turn into a conduit and you dash. On controller, like auto-targeted. So you just hold down your A button and it'll just ping pong through the entire dungeon. The mobility was insane on controller. Um, and yeah, and then some of the UI elements definitely seemed like they're broadened. There's like some lack of display features. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but big for me, they don't have deep of timers, right? So when you get hit by an ailment, some type of CC effect, and you're like, okay, what do I need to do in terms of reactive gameplay? Do I need to hit something that grants me unstoppable, breaks me from the stun? How long do the last for? And you're like, where's this displayed information-wise? And it's just like some mark over your head and doesn't tell how long you're stunned for. And for me, that's a huge problem in an ARPG because, like, how long is that stun affecting you for? What should I do to combat it? Especially if you're playing hardcore. Yeah. But, yeah, they don't have, like, timers for a lot of debuffs or, like, buffs that you can see. It seems like there's limited display information. The big blocky elements that people complain about constantly about the UI UX stuff. Yeah, I, I saw that well, in my chat a lot as well. So you're, you're not alone with that. Zeke, what were you going to say? Uh, something from my chat is pro- it brought up something that I, I'm probably going to do. Uh, Proxy Cloud said you can switch between controller and mouse keyboard on the fly. Do controller for action and mouse keyboard for inventory, which yeah. is probably how I'll do it. Yeah. Well, and the other. Uh, crazy component to this uh maybe not so much in 2023 but as is you know someone that's been playing diablo since diablo one it's cross play so if you play on your pc and you're like i want to go play in the living room you just boot up your ps5 and your characters are right there and it's the same you just play right like it's all the same account uh and you can play with people across different platforms it's wild that that's a thing uh, and when it's you also said that, couch my brain So you can sit down and play multiple people on the couch in a Diablo well, game, which is wild. My brain heard crossplay, uh, and I I heard cross platform. Like my brain, I was like, oh, cross platform, sure, but crossplay meaning you can go from your PC to your fucking Steam, or I mean to your uh, PS5 or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that's really cool. It's wild. You can't do co op on your PC though, so you can't hook up like multiple people to your PC only on console. They said. Oh, so if you have like a PC okay. in your living room or whatever, you can't. Okay. No, That's kind of weird. The, yeah, the, the co-op is only for console. And I guess they said it was due to limitations with your oh. battle net on your computer, having multiple people off in. Uh, but yeah, you can't do huh. co-op gameplay on your PC. It's only for consoles. And then and something really important that someone that people are pointing out that I was also ignorant too. Yeah, no you have to buy split, two no copies of the game on PC. Yeah, no split screen. Yeah, Zeke, that's what my chat's pointing out. You have to buy two copies of the game on console if you want to play Yeah. PC and console, yeah. 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 It's okay. Um Cohen, any uh, any thoughts or, or anything you want to add to the conversation on like the consolefication of the game, as it were? I mean, I, I put it in the same boat as like, you know, um, simplification in Bethesda titles and stuff like that. It's just mass appeal stuff. It's companies that are, that want to open their doors to try to make more money in a product. And, you know, it, it kind of sucks because a lot of times it goes not in the interest of the gamer. This is one of the times when I think a lot of console people may appreciate some of the changes. So it's, it's a, it's a little different in that regard. There may be some people that like it. Yeah. Um, it would have been nice to see a lot of the stuff be options instead of decisions um, to where, you know, we could have adjusted a little bit to be a little bit more, at home for people that have been playing this franchise on PCs for literal decades at this point. Um, but you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's just, yeah, companies finding ways into new markets and 
how that affects the people that they're kind of in some ways leaving behind when they do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the next thing I, I have a question about for you guys is I had a, a realization yesterday, which I don't know why I thought otherwise, but when you press S in the game, it shows you all your mm-hmm. skills for your class. Yeah. And I realized that those are all the skills in the game for your class. Like there's no other skills mm. apart from what you're seeing there. And that kind of bummed me out because it didn't seem like there are that many specifically on Necro. I think, you know, certain classes have more abilities, blah, blah, blah. But like <coughs> is the game, I guess what I'm getting at is like, for me, that just was a big opening point of like, maybe this game is too simple, right? Like it, it, I'm, and I you guess, only get to use six of those skills. Right. And then you have, yeah. that's exactly right. You get, you have to choose from those. I don't know how many off the top of my head, 15, 20 skills. You can only use six of them. Um, is that like, is that too simple or is that fine? I mean, I guess like D2, you were even maybe even more limited. You had hotkeys and whatnot, but. Yeah, I'd say D2 is even simpler, right? Because D2, you just picked one, usually one primary skill, depending on your character, and then you just had four synergies for that skill to boost the main damage of it. And even Diablo 3 was simplistic, right? You didn't really have many options there also. So I think they're just following the normal Diablo theme of not making is this, too it, many decisions for you. Is it like the POE way, buddy. part of my brain that's just like fighting that of like, God, this is too simple. It's, I need to be confused. I need a massive skill tree to like it. No, this is just how Diablo always has been. Like, and that's fine. That's, that's also gives them a lot of room to charge you for more skills later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not wrong. Not wrong. Um, mods, has any of the Paragon stuff been, uh, like data mined? Did, do people know what those trees look like? Uh, yeah, there's, they have data mined it. We don't know if it's placeholder or if they made adjustments to it. They even did like a blog post on it, but basically the Paragon board, from what we know, there's, Basically, just a board that has like common and common, rare, and like legendary nodes. I guess the more common and common ones, they just give you like resist or some main attributes. And then you kind of have like a threshold drool sockets, like kind of like Path of Exile, where you have like a place on the board where you insert something and does like some radial stuff. Then they got legendary stuff, which is more build defining. And then you could attach like another board and flip it and conjoin them. So a lot of people are hoping the complexity with your build is going to come from that Paragon board, but we don't really know the final iteration of it. Yeah. And it, yeah, we just don't know. Right. Um, it's it's kind of like the, the what it reminds me of. It's almost like a little bit of the Path of Exile tree with Threshold Jewels and Cluster Gems. I saw that uh, like, I don't know if you ever use clusters. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of like the best way to describe it that might be familiar to other people from other games. Um, but it does look like there is build defining stuff on that Paragon board. The, you just don't know how build defining uh, mods numbers wise. It's one to 50 is skill points. 5,100 yeah. is four Paragon points per level for a total of 240. Is that the correct yeah. numbers? So then that seems about right. There, there's like a cap on c- character progression, unlike Diablo four or Diablo three, right? Like that's one yeah, of the, the changes. Yeah, there's no infinite main stat like Diablo 3. Diablo 3, right, you got your Paragon levels. It was, you know, you, at first it was Paragon level 100, then 800 and max all stuff. And then after 800 was just infinite main stat. Not basically what you grinded for in Diablo 3. If you wanted to get a better clear time, a better rank, you just mindlessly grinded greater risk to get plus five main stat because 
you had a limited amount of upgrades that you can make, right? Your gear got to a certain point where it was so good and you had your augments done and it couldn't really progress to any better. And then they had Primal Ancients that came out, which were perfect gear. Um, but I think pretty much everyone's happy that there's no infinite main stat. But in, and, um, in, in essence, though, like a character can be finished in this game, right? Like that's that's what that ultimately means is once you hit 100, you get the uniques that you want, you get the, the legendaries that you want, the character's like done at that point? Uh, well, ARPG players have a unique definition of finish. You're always <laughs> searching for that extra attribute. There's always that 0.5 crit chance I guess you, you could can get. Farm rares, yeah, right? There's sure. that 2% additional elemental damage you could get. So will an ARPG ever, ever ARPG player ever make a perfect build during like a season? Probably not, but you could get your gear no, very, very optimal probably in Diablo 4 at some point and have limited upgrades. Yeah. And a dumb question, uh, the stuff in Diablo, because I actually never really did the system at all in Diablo 3, but seasons reset your characters and everything? Yeah, so yeah, just like PoE reset your character, you start fresh, yeah. and then in uh, Diablo 3 you have a season journey, so if you notice like in Diablo 4 you have like the Renown board, you kind of had a system like that in Diablo 3, where they basically had objectives in game that you would complete, and then it would give you like a free set later on. They didn't have the season journey early on though, but they implemented it later on. So that would where you get your original power from to get your build going. Because people complain sometimes they just had really, really bad RNG and it would take them too long to get their sets to enable their characters. So they put in like a seasonal journey slash renowned system in Diablo 3 back in the day. So you just do some objectives and it gives you like a six set bonus and it rotate per season. Every class has multiple sets. And that kind of like starts out your build that allows you to farm. And then you want to go and do rifts or bounties and you get the rest of your upgrades and then go with your final build. Got it. Or do you make like a, a speed build, right? Because Diablo had like, Diablo 3 doesn't really have that many activities. You have bounties, you have normal risks, you have greater risks, and then you have uber bosses. And that's pretty much it. Uh, and that's your flow. You basically rotate through those four things. And you don't really do uber bosses too much nowadays. I guess you could argue those set dungeons too, which are like achievement based dungeons. They have objectives for each set. You need to do a certain objective. Hmm. Um, they had a lot then. <laughs> I guess yeah. over time, seems like they did. Um, yeah, but yeah, there's not much in like your Diablo 3 game loop. It's very, very simple. You just rotate between like three different areas and that's it. Okay. Got it. Uh, I, I wanted uh, confirmation. Chat was saying yesterday that. They have, uh, they being the, the the developers for Diablo Four, have come out and said that once you finish the campaign, you can skip the campaign on alts. Is that have you seen that at all, mods? Oh no, I didn't see that. No. Okay, I don't know if that was in uh, an interview or where chat was. Yeah, if we can get if we can get a a link to wherever that's been that was said. Yeah, they're gonna you to skip the campaign. Yeah. Uh, oh, it was an it was an interview on Max Roll. Let me see if I can find that. Diablo Four. I like that. That's the first for money. Like, how, <laughs> the, how much do we have to pay them? Like, what's going yeah. on here? This isn't right. I don't know. Uh, oh, here we go. Right here. Do you have to play the campaign every season, Joe? Uh, who is uh, the game director? I forgot what his title is. Uh, do you know his title mods off the top of your head? I forget. Yeah, I think I'm just game director, okay. game designer, lead game de- lead game designer. He says, "Quote: Once you've completed the campaign on an account, 
you will be able to use the skip campaign checkbox. So that's, Oh, that's great. Does that mean you just walk around the open world and do like dungeons, I guess? Yeah, probably like, uh, probably like a adventure mode from Diablo three. Yeah. But do you still do all the side quests and stuff? Does that just take out the main campaign backbone and start your character at a higher level? Like that, that they didn't have uh, a follow up. There's so many different ways they can do that. Yeah. There was no follow up there. That's interesting. Huh? Oh, so chat's saying that's the exact same as D3. So you can do that in D3. Well, D3 yeah. had adventure mode, which was like a, a, you did like campaign or you did adventure mode, right? You can do that from the start, I think. I don't, do you have to finish the campaign to have adventure no, you don't mode? Have to do, you don't have to do the campaign anymore to unlock adventure mode. It's unlocked by default. But back in the day, you had to do campaign once and then you could just level via adventure mode. And that, that didn't have any side quest or anything. It was just like, here's a zone, go kill this boss. You finished it yes. and you got rewards. Let's move on to another zone or just repeat this. Most people found whatever the fastest was and just did that, right? For like the best XP per hour or whatever. Yeah, there's always like your optimal leveling strat yeah. for every season to yeah. start off with. Um, that could be cool though. I am I like the idea that you don't, as someone who's gone through the campaign now on three different characters in the beta, great that i don't have to do all that stuff all over again uh on alts in the future makes you know from blizzard's point of view it gets people back in the game and it makes them go on more alts after they finished it so uh, it seems like the the proper thing for them um just getting people always logged in so that's cool uh we didn't really go go ahead zeke another another ignorant question when is this full release june there's a date i'm sure june June 6th or everybody june 2nd for those that want to pay a little bit extra. Yep. And it'd be really nice if Bobby Kodak was out by then. And then I could play a guild free. Well, there's <laughs> there's some news yeah. about that, uh, which we can we can jump into, but it looks like uh the UK is okay now, Zeke, with uh, Activision being purchased by Microsoft. So mm. maybe the whole maybe it'll be up. The whole, no, I don't know. The whole might be too soon. I don't know. The whole starting date for Diablo 4 is kind of weird because it is coming out on 6-6, but that's on a Tuesday. Like, you know, when most games do, like, pre-purchase stuff, they use the pre-purchase or early access stuff, and they put it in the middle of the week, and right. it goes full access on the weekend for everybody. For, for Diablo 4, whatever, they're doing it backwards. If you pay the full money for the title, but you don't pay the extra money, you don't get a start until Tuesday. Only the premium pass people get a start on Friday on the weekend. And then if, and, so if you, and why do yeah, you, you don't get that is? Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> they're just like, man, that free money's rolling in. We got that FOMO. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's, yeah. Why, why do interesting. you think it is? Uh, it's interesting. Yeah. yeah no, they're, yeah. They're not shy about making their money. That's for sure. With Diablo four. Oh, oh yeah. No, they're yeah, not I got, shy I got asked, all. I got asked during the stream, like, how's this game going to make its money? I was like, well, you're going to buy the $70 game. There's an in-game cash shop. There's a paid uh, battle pass and full price expansions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How do you think they're going to make their money? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, woo. We, they we did confirm no loot boxes, though. So that's a good thing, I guess. Well, there, uh, yes. So far. The, they did so far, confirm. Thank that. you. Thank you. So, so far, it's definitely the thing there, right? Like, it's Activision Blizzard. The other thing that's really interesting to me is, uh, and, Mods, you might have to clarify this because I'm a little hazy on the details. They are doing what they do with Call of Duty 
where the season pass is not hitting until like a couple weeks after launch. So they're not yeah. going to be able to have the monetization in the review process for the game. Is that that's where a lot of people are worried, right? Yeah, a lot of people are definitely skeptical with Diablo 4 monetization, especially with Diablo Mortal looming over their head. And Absolutely, yeah. A lot of a lot of big longtime Diablo fans felt like it did a you no. Know, it, it did them dirty, right? Their <laughs> yeah. expectation, their monetization, over monetization of the game. But uh, yeah, we don't really know what's going to be in the first season pass. They did say it's only going to be cosmetic. There is going to be an XP boost in the season pass, but they assured us the XP boost will be for the free tier. You're not going to have to pay for it. But everyone's going to get the XP so, leveling boost. If everyone's huh. going to get it, is it really a boost? <laughs> is that because it's a wipe and so you have to start new characters so they want to speed yeah, it up? Just, yeah, I don't know when it activates. I don't know if the XP boost activates like through your first playthrough, oh, so it makes oh, it easier to level up alternate characters. Okay. Um, but they did say there was going to be a free experience boost activated for people at some point in time. I wonder if that's like the the situation, though, where it's like, yeah, the free people can get it, but at level 20. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like... If you want to pay right now, you a, can get it immediately. Otherwise, you got to level that season pass to level twenty or whatever. Yeah, I wonder if I that's just how to accelerate. Do it. Yeah, I think it's just to accelerate alt speed. Most people just don't like doing the campaign or leveling process multiple times to just like get into the end game. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. That's I'm the internet mm. will keep them. Uh, you know, keep them honest on all that stuff. I'm sure it's it's going to be a a big conversation point once all that stuff actually starts to come to light and, and how they're going to monetize all of it. Um, kind of winding For down sure. discussion on D4. Uh, I was a little shocked, especially because I didn't play the first weekend and the fact that this was open. Uh-huh. Knock on wood, like it was kind of stable. Like there, for me, I, I had, I, I know there are always the horror issues of people just not able to play for 30 minutes at a time, blah, blah, blah. But like server wise, I didn't have any issues really. I don't know if you guys it, like server wise, it was stable the game. Sure. You crashed. Okay. So my entire evening on, what was it? Two nights ago, the uh, Friday? last night. Um, yeah, basically I would log in and get a queue. It'd be anywhere between 20 and 40 minutes. I would wait for that at the very end of the queue. It would then say logging into Diablo four. That would time out. Okay. And then I'd have to exit the game. And requeue. It did that three times in a row. Wow. That was Friday? Three times in a row. So I think I was in queue for like an hour and a half. Okay. Um, and then finally it just happened to work. And there are there are people that are reporting wow. that they just get that in a loop. So wow. I mean it's they they had some they still have some serious problems. Oh, I just uh, got incredibly that, lucky there. Sure. Cause like once yeah. I got logged in on Friday, I was good for like eight hours also some people are having great experiences with the game being stable others are getting crashes every 15 minutes and of course i knew uh, that was a time time that was throwing them right back into queues so yeah 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 Yeah, that's me i'm having issues with the game hard crashing my computer i had to put everything down to low i have no other issues with any other games no like thermal issues did mem tests huh use my voltmeter on my psu to make sure it wasn't failing it was good there I basically did like a full system check and uh, I even ran like, uh, you know, you could run like a little stress test for your computer that you use for benchmarking. Yeah. 
didn't fail his stress test at all. And uh, yeah, for whatever reason, there's like a memory leak with Diablo 4. Uh, and it just hard crashed in my computer. Man, I'll, I I was perfectly happy in my little uh, bubble, my little echo there is a <laughs> There is a percentage of people that are getting on without issues, and then they just stay on for as long as they want, and they don't crash. Yeah. So there, there are people, and, and you're awesome. I like, when, I, when I'm in, it tends to be pretty good. I'm, I'm definitely not one of the people crashing and stuff, but getting in has been a bit of a, an issue. I mean, once, once, like last night, I finished the stream, and I guess it was off hours on a Saturday night. It was like seven or eight o'clock at night, but I just logged in. There wasn't even a queue to play. It just like clicked play and I was immediately playing. So I had, I had very little issues with it, uh, but it seems like I'm the minority in that regard. Um, I was, I was like super excited about that, that maybe we wouldn't have a massive issue at launch, but it seems like that stuff is not fixed uh, at all. So maybe even a little bit more optimization issues early on during a beta. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, just hopefully they smash it out from all the reports and data they got. Yeah. Um, do we have any idea that they said that a million people were in the early access paid weekend? Is that right? But we have no idea how many people were playing in in the open beta. I didn't see any reports of that. I don't know if you guys did. No, there was a, figures the yet. report I saw of a million people got to level twenty. I don't know if that. Makes oh. Sense to you. Okay, and that was during paid weekend. The, the first weekend? Yeah, during the paid weekend, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm just curious, like, how well it'll it'll sell, like, what type of numbers. And they're going to probably be pretty quick to celebrate it once all the issues, I think, happen. Um, or, or are figured out, uh, smoothed out, whatever. Um, it I was is sitting back, like, with some major, like, like major schadenfreude, just like, tell me about your issues logging in. Tell me how much you got, <laughs> tell me how much you got booted. Oh, that's rich. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't have. I, I didn't realize it was that uh, that widespread because even my chat was like not. I didn't see the the general uh, amount of like God, I can't fucking play type type shit nonstop yesterday. So yeah, yeah. There's definitely people that I've seen in my chat saying that they're pretty angry about the performance issues, and you don't know if it's hardware driver issue i know one guy posted he didn't like update his driver in six years in my chat he's like my game just keeps and crashing <laughs> yeah and i'm like i told him i go yo update your graphic driver right and he was in queue he, he started updating his graphic driver when the game was on and then it crashed his game and he's like yo mods you you messed me up dude i'm in the queue again <laughs> i'm like wait did you try to update your graphic driver when your game was on and he's like yeah you can't do that i'm like no, you can't do that. He's <laughs> like, I, I, I didn't even, I didn't even know you had to update these things. Oh man! Yeah. So you, the thing is, a lot of performance issues. You don't know if it's user generated stuff or actual sure, yeah. game stuff, right? That's, that's if the, you don't have that's if PC you don't gaming, right? <laughs> yeah. If you don't got automatic updates on, <laughs> you don't know what people are doing. Yeah. Yeah. What about like uh, none of us played the console version? If anyone in chat like, did you guys have a pretty okay experience on the console? Were there issues on consoles? I didn't see any of that uh, that conversation at all. As most people on Twitch are going to be on a PC or something like that. Um, ran great on Series X. PS Five was smooth. Xbox version nice so far. So okay, seems like it was yeah, fine because that's probably where I'll play it. I'll probably play it on my my PS Five in my bedroom. Yeah, it'll be my. Might chill out and grind, you know, turn off my brain game. Yeah. Uh, I'd say mostly positive stuff. A couple rubber banding 
um, comments. Oh, everyone's getting that. Yeah. 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 Nice on console. Everyone has the same hardware, so it's really easy to optimize games right. for it. Yeah. 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 Dev, devs always say that they love console. They know what settings you're going to have, and let's optimize it good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, cool. That uh, the beta is still open till it closes. What tomorrow at nine a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern? I think noon Pacific. I believe is it noon Pacific. Eastie. Okay, all right. I got yeah. the the times mixed up. Um, so if you want to, it's open. I think you just have to have a Battle.net account. You can just log in and play if you're at all curious on any mm-hmm. of this. Um, it's a pretty good time, and it seems like it seems like the server issues are fine right now. Can you? Is that people are able to log in? There's no queue. Yeah, okay. no queue right now. As long as there's no queue, then then yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, it is an 85. Seems like most download. people. Yeah, seems like most people got their wolf and they're they're good. So every everyone who's playing now is kind of just getting the tail end. And yeah. I think what the last world boss was yesterday or is that today? Um, I think it was yesterday. Um, so this morning, yeah, last one spawned, right. so you can't do that anymore. Oh, that was only that was yesterday at one and then they did it 12 hours later right yeah they had really weird time they didn't have like an yeah they didn't have like an evening world boss spawn it was like Middle 1 a.m in the morning yeah or noon time uh we didn't talk like about world spawns. boss you guys fan you, i i did it yesterday and it was i think they'll be cool fine yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a you know it's a public event like warhammer online did and yeah you know <laughs> yeah. yeah i thought it was fine Don't like, seem to be reinventing the wheel with it or anything definitely like difficulty wise uh nowhere near anything that that lost ark puts out uh it's just kind of once you figure out to stay on the mob's ass you kind of can live through it without dying um for the most part apparently stack poison resist yeah yeah yeah, it does poison yeah um but uh, did they say how many there's going to be for that is there four world bosses that can spawn I, I think so. three at the start. Three at the start. But I think the world boss, the world boss that we were doing is technically a level 45 one. It's not a 25 one. They scaled it down. Oh, okay. Scaled it down. Said the people that yeah. were getting one shot. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah there's a lot of uh well there's a lot of uh discussion about world boss because world bosses in the beta, there wasn't any limitations to it, right? And you have the server limits. So there, what are the eight to twelve people in each zone? A lot of people were upset about world bosses because you're going there to experience this cool event. And it was a cool event. It's not like overly hard or complex. There is like some basic mechanics that you have to avoid. And then you get your little loot pinata and like you get your one-time extra clear bonus. But what you had was a lot of really, really undergeared characters going there, or very, very low-level characters, and there was only one or two high-level characters, and people were unable to kill the boss because their cooperative teammates weren't able to do enough to order in order to kill it. And yeah. there's no way to like set up groups for it. So you can't set up an eight player preset or 12 player preset. You're randomly just with eight other people, right? Because you can make four player groups. You can't really get all your buddies in there. And if you try to, we try to like circumvent the system by inviting people and then kicking some people out and inviting some more people and they made their <laughs> own group. But then once you invited too many people, it would actually transfer you off of that server to a different server. And it could actually happen during the boss. So oh. we're there fighting the boss and we're like, okay, let's get our other buddies in. Right. And we invited someone and then we're like, wait, the game's lagging. And it put us to another instance where there was no boss. We're like, wait, where'd our <laughs> boss go? Where'd this guy at? And yeah, so there's Ooh. definitely some technical things that they have to resolve there. Yeah. And with like being able to do it cooperatively with your friends, 
right. there's no system. You don't have the guild, these social systems that have more depth than a lot of ARPGs, but then you can't group with your buddies. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. I did the, I did the first one. I, I lucked out, I guess, and had a couple 25s in there. Um, and so we were able to, to do it in the 15 minute time frame very easily. Uh, and the second one, I, I, the second one, I actually did have a hard crash to desktop. I think that was the only time I ever crashed playing D4 in the weekend. And so we started the world boss encounter. It was at like, I don't know, 80%. I DC'd. I went through a five-person or like a five-minute queue, got back in, joined a new server, and the boss was at 10%. And I got the kill and all the loot and all that stuff. So that's stupid yeah. lucky with that regard to rejoin a server that was, uh, you know, that low HP and was successful. But yeah. how many people are on those? I think it's 12 time. max. Is that right? Yeah. Odds? Yeah. 12, 12, they people said eight to 12, I guess it varies. I don't know. It determines it though. Yeah. Um, yeah. there should be, is that the only level, like limit? Is that the only like group stuff? That's like, like, like anything close to a raid? Like that's the closest thing or is there more yeah. of that shit? We don't know if there's going to be more of an end game, but yeah, early on, there's just okay. that the base little cooperative raid stuff. Yeah. Okay. It's like world bosses. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you ever played EQ or like, wow, same thing. You just walk up to it. It's like cool looking guy, big, massive. And then you just get loot. Yeah. Camera zooms out. You have some yeah. things you got to dodge and you get a bunch of loot afterwards. Loot, loot pinata. Uh, it's fun. The thing is, though, also, they don't have a repair guy there. So some people are dying a bunch. So they would <laughs> teleport back to town to repair. And when they would teleport back, since they transferred servers, when they went back to the boss that they thought they were going to re-enter at, it was gone via the server sharding, too, or the server layers. That's kind so of crap. They, they, yeah, maybe they need, they need to do something about it. They either put a repair guy there. No, maybe tell people don't die as much. But, yeah, you couldn't pretty much go back to town when you're doing the boss encounter for any reason right you'll just now is it something you have to coordinate like a like a like a raid boss or something like you have to like get like someone calling the raid and telling you what to do and or like it's pretty simple they they, the the boss had three abilities i think Uh, very simple stuff just like essentially zeke once you learn to just stick on the mob's ass and always be behind him and kind of center yourself uh, behind him because he has he does have a back attack, you're fine. You'll never get hit. And, and kind okay. of always live through it. it. It's nothing like World of Warcraft or or like uh, a Lost Ark, for example, where that's absurd uh difficult boss. Right. And I'm guessing there's no roles, like no like, you know, tank, off tank, healer. Like Not really. There there are ways to yeah. taunt. I don't does taunt work on a world boss? Is that because like the the necromancer golem can taunt, but I don't know if that actually makes the world boss turn and attack it. I don't know how that works. I never, I never noticed it working. I know a lot of like big mobs are unstoppable, so they're not affected by like CC and stuff. Ah. Yeah, yeah, I didn't notice uh, it on any of my characters. They might just be like perma unstoppable or something. So, is that a new addition to this one, or was that in D two D three and stuff? The world bosses. World boss. Yeah, it's new. Uh, this style no. of world boss yeah. is definitely new. Yeah. Okay. I think yeah. it's kind of like it's kind of like the MMO flair they're throwing on it with the overworld stuff. Yeah, because it it is an open world, Zeke. It's not it's not like uh, other Diablos where you 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 know teleport to his. I guess it is kind of similar. You teleport to a zone, but it's one giant map that you can walk from like one corner to the other of in this. Whereas 
in the other games, it was more like sectioned off where you would have waypoints all the way through the X. I, I guess they right, are similar okay. now, kind of saying that out loud, but similar. It's same, same, but different. Let's go with that. <laughs> and out there handling yeah, is the it, But world. is it like, like you could, you could walk, but if, if you walk too far, you find yourself in a way, a place you're way under leveled for. Is that, yeah. is that the kind of thing? Or Okay. Yeah, I think so. There's mounts as well. We don't have access. We didn't have access to them in the beta. Uh, I had people in my chat. Did you guys get a mount armor to drop? Or, or you could actually get mounts and armor for your mounts. Yeah. Is uh yeah, your mounts like late game, they'll have like cosmetic changes and you'll have like trophies from like doing certain things that you can display visually on your your mount when you're galloping around. So people like they see you gallop around the open world, like, oh that guy killed that thing. Wow. That's kind of cool. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. The core so. dragon dropped mounts. Oh, I never saw that. Is that the is the core dragon mods the thing, the special event that spawns in the north? at the stronghold up there is that where that is yeah the level 30 okay. event yeah yeah i never saw that. the north stronghold yeah there's a dragon there is that what do i, I guess maybe i need to go see that no it's not a no it's a core dragon or whatever it's like the level 30 oh that's like where the you name get of the, of the area. best gear okay yeah core dragon yeah i thought there there's, there's like a if you open your map your overworld map and you hover over it after you complete that stronghold periodically like every 10 minutes to like every hour just random the spawn yeah uh It'll just little timer spawned up with like five minute notice. You go there, you do the objectives, and you get really good loot. And then you can also get some mount related stuff, but you can't use any of it. Yeah, it's all, it's all just sits in your inventory. You can also get like yeah. little 35 items to drop and, and change the, if you use a legendary imprint on that, it'll bring it down to level 25 and kind of make the character. Yeah, just a little absurd. clever use of game mechanics. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that type of stuff. So cool. That's Diablo 4. Oh my god, we only got fifty minutes left. Well, let's. I want to talk about this Twitch <laughs> stuff because uh, there's a lot okay. of Twitch stuff. Zeke, what were you gonna say? I was just say uh, like I, I wanted one of, one of those other times I wanted to really pipe in. Yeah. Um, but uh, you were talking about like uh, the difference between optimizing for console and optimizing for uh, PC and stuff. And the funny thing is, you know, after like doing CD Ramathon for the last five years, like I just I just realized like that has completely shifted. Because back in the day, we would have to like alter our shit for the game. Yeah. And now the games, now the onus is on the games, and I'm like, I like that being a gamer. You know, <laughs> I like that they have to fucking cater to my ass rather than having to have the correct sl- sound blaster, the correct fucking you know all all that shit, I, like the correct plugins and stuff. Uh, I think it actually was Blizzard. I'm trying to remember exactly. It might have been that one time that we were at the h1z1 offices co like the first time i think i met you uh or it might have been blizzard but we went into like a a qa room and the qa room was just pretty much at the time every single piece of hardware that you could have for a pc that was generally used and it was like yeah this is this is our job we take every single component here and mix and match just to make sure that it works to the best of our ability because we know that they use this amount of, you know, this GPU is the X most used GPU. So we got to make sure it works and there's no issues. Uh, and that's like a full-time job. And and there's multiple people. There's, there are tons of people at companies that are doing that. Um, and it's a massive storeroom of just countless amounts of PC hardware. And I would well, assume I that's even worse after, now. After Twitch blows up. Yeah. Like, I'm going to go do that. You're just going to go do <laughs> that like, job? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right. Can it run on Windows 98? 
Yeah. Let me find out. Yeah. Get it going. Let's fire it up. Fire it up. There you go. <laughs> ah, speaking of Twitch, going to shit. Uh, where did we start? <laughs> uh, I guess last we could start with, uh, we didn't do a show. Uh, we, the last show was with Skillup and that was on the 12th. So on March 16th, which was not this last Thursday, but the Thursday before that, that was when Emmett Shear uh, announced that he was stepping down from the CEO position. Um, and that Dan Clancy, the former president of Twitch, the person who most notably, uh, I think is well known within the streaming world as the 50, 50 guy, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> who came out and said that we're going to be, uh, you know, moving all partners, 50, 50, blah, blah, blah. Uh, he is now CEO. Um, and like that, I think that that happened and people are like, okay, sure. Right. Like Emmett's he's, he's. They either celebrated it, they didn't celebrate it. It, it was kind of, it was a thing. Um, Emmett, yeah. Emmett did a whole lot for Twitch and he was one of like the last OGs, but he's also kind of like been very quiet and non-communicative. And uh, he, he, there's, there's been a lot of, of both justified and not justified criticism of, of Emmett sure. at his position. So when he, when he left, I feel like it was kind of like a collective Kind of like, okay, yeah. Like, like, not. There was no real like. There was there was no one saying, "Oh man, that sucks." But there weren't people that were like, "Oh, good, he's gone." Like it was everyone just kind of like, "Yeah, okay." Um. Well, see ya. I, yeah. Someone <laughs> said it more succinctly than I did on Twitter, and I don't remember who it was. I, I would love to credit them, but uh, it might have been it might have been our boy Bussy, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, someone said like. Hey, uh, Emmett, you got to fire 400 people. Amazon. Oh yeah. And he's like, yeah, he's like, no, go ahead. I'm out. Dan, people don't (laughs) like you already. So you go right in all yours, but Hey, I think it's very uh, funny to like, I was in, I was in response to my tweet. Yeah. Response to him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Cause I, I was, I was basically like, yeah, welcome to the, welcome to CEO, Dan. Now go fire those 400. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's like, like, it's easy to like, was right. I think Bussy was right. It's easy to meme yeah. on that, but th- this type with, when you're at a C level position like this, they knew he was out six months ago, nine months, like yep. almost a year ago. Uh, because well, they start to like you, you don't just move into a CEO position; you have to be like almost coached, uh, groomed into that spot. And so, like the idea that he was just like getting out so he didn't have to fire 400 people. It's not a week thing. It's not a month long thing. Like, do you think it was still scheduled that way though? Like the thing, the thing that's weird is, did they know about these layoffs for that long? And if so, like, um, you know, like it, when they found out about it, was he like, yeah, I want to be out before this happens. Like there's a whole lot of unknowns behind this, the scene here. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, I very much think Emmett, I mean, as somebody said in chat, and I kind of agree with this, like in a lot of ways, Emmett checked out years ago in terms of like, like a lot of that stuff. So it Maybe. very well could have been, it very well could have been a final nail in the coffin. They're like, okay, we have, you know, two months ago when, when the C level guys get the memo. Yeah. We're going to be releasing 400, almost a third of your company. Like I can absolutely see Emmett being like, dude, no, like absolutely. Like I'm getting out before that. Like I'm, if I'm, if they're already planning on that, I do not want to be the person overseeing that. Like that, what a horrible way to leave. If he was thinking of leaving to the fire 400 people and then like soon after announce they're leaving too. Like, yeah. Potentially. I don't know, man. 
I mean, yeah, the other side of that coin that. is what? An, they did. Um, well, go ahead, Mike. They did like, yeah, they did the. I don't know if you guys remember. I think it was like in 2019 they laid off like 30 employees, and that was received a big badly. Deal. So yeah, I could definitely That's see them be like 400 people. Yeah, I got that kid. The time <laughs> to take a little break and work on another startup afterwards. He, he honestly didn't really seem like a like he wasn't your standard CEO. He was like not your at all. Techs, he was your tech guy that he made was a an startup. engineer. He was passionate. He got yeah. lucky. He wasn't really like your corporate leader role, right? Like what Absolutely. you, not, he wasn't your normal suit. He was just yes. someone that was passionate about something and that idea was good and it blew up. So yeah, he wasn't really a vocal person or a spokesperson. He wasn't really good at doing forward pointing stuff. He was kind of just day-to-day operation stuff. Yep. But somehow he got put in the top position to be that exact person that required all of that stuff that he probably did not sign up for when he came yeah. to Twitch in the first case. And, and I think yeah. that's one of the, what that dichotomy is one of the reasons why he was just kind of checked out in a lot of ways. Yeah. Like one of the biggest yeah. things that people were getting on him for is that he was the head of the company and he, and he barely communicated with the, with the community. And yes. it's kind of like, will... yeah, but he may have not, that may have never been his intention. It's yeah. like, just like you're saying mods, he just got how you know powered up through the ranks and then was there and was kind of like oh well this is not what i wanted to do here yeah <laughs> it's really good money so <laughs> i don't think he was i agree wholeheartedly, like with my whole chest that he was not good when it came to speaking to the community 100 percent agree with that i do not believe he was quote unquote checked out uh internally i i think he was uh in a lot of ways like on the the side that you would want him to be internally in a lot of those conversations. <laughs> like he was, he was it, it, the these last were, These were never. Uh, yeah. And you know, and, and, and we can speak about this cause it's not really NDA. Um, I, 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 I don't know. Like, I don't know if I call him last refuge because I had a, a, a very serious discussion with him years ago yeah. about embedding on Twitch and the companies that are just basically cheating their success and how it's, you know, goes against everything this platform stands about and all this stuff. And I mean, he basically told me directly, like, that's, it's okay. It's in our toss. Like, this is fine. And it's kind of like, do you, you realize what this is? Like what this is doing to the spirit of this platform? It's just kind of like, yeah, but it's fine. So there you go. Yeah. And I remember at that time just being like, this is like, this is not, this is clearly not what it used to be. This is, this is a, a completely different direction from what would have would have had this would have been a different conversation three years prior um and it's kind of like that so it's kind of hard for me to believe that he would i think that he was probably on the side of twitch doing well um and 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 it is sure yeah he he was here through the amazon purchase and obviously he signed up and all that and everything so but i don't know man like again i think this all comes back to the collective okay when he left Um, i mean that's also i will say that's also one issue in a sea of a billion issues so true true i and I was about to say, like, I'm sure there was a lot of stuff in the back end we didn't know about. And again, this comes back to the communication. It would have been nice for him to be more vocal about the stuff. Hundred percent, helping argue. with and stuff to get us more. So, yeah. So it, it's it's you know it's it's a uh, yeah. Anyway, it it seems kind of weird because it was like a collective. It wasn't even a splash. It was just kind of like it's the fact that we're talking about it now. I hadn't even thought about it for the last <laughs> like week. You know, yeah. uh, there's a lot of other issues that are a lot more prominent. Sure. I had the opportunity to. Uh, to you know to do interview him once um that was it was pretty scripted um the talking points were were pretty much like given to us but uh the questions he chose to answer were like i was really impressed at the questions he chose to answer during that time but like my impression of the guy was 
he is one of those one of those weirdly intimidating hyper intelligent people like he is super duper smart he's one of those one of those cats that you you would try to have a talk to or a talk with and it seems like they're speaking a different language because it, it the, the like if you follow his twitter and stuff too like you see some of his tweets talking about these these high-minded ideas and these philosophical questions and all this kind of shit and it just he has uh, this out of touchness like with the like the how to speak to regular people you know <laughs> sure yeah look i and, I, and I have to echo his, that as well yeah his but the thing is like he also like he also talked to me about like going to burning man and he was like man we should have these twitch cons more often man this is fucking great like this is this camaraderie and this feeling and like i got the I, like a, like that was the one time where i was like i'm getting some warmth from you which is very weird yeah you know but he was like into that like the community stuff he's like man this twitch con shit is so great um, i wish we got to know everybody more can, guy, like, man I know, I know, but that's that the sounds, thing. That sounds awesome. <laughs> it's a rare, it's yeah. a rare occasion when that happens because once we were done, like you know, just chit chatting. Once we got into the interview, it was very like it's media training. I don't want to say I don't want to say robotic, but I definitely want to say systematic. It was like okay, we're going to ask this question, and then this question, and then we're going to say this, and then and then this, and then this. Yeah, but like that five minutes I had with him just talking dude to dude, I got a sense like there's there's definitely some more to him. But like he's definitely very out of touch, and uh, I think him and Wheat work together. DJ Wheat worked together so mm. well because DJ Wheat is could communicate with him and then spit it out like you TwitchCon, you know, like <laughs> that's still yeah. to this day one of the biggest losses the platform. Like Wheat was, yeah, yeah, Wheat is yeah. yeah, and I remember before he even started working on Twitch when he was just streaming back in the day. That yeah. was uh. Live on three all that time, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I had different experiences. I, I never talked to him a single time my entire time on the platform. With him? Being on Justin TV. Yeah, I've never had a one-to-one experience with them ever. Even when there were only a couple of people on the website, I, you know, I spoke to a lot of like the account managers and like other management, but yeah, I've never spoke to Emmett a single time in, what was it, 12 years or 13 years? Yeah. I... Uh, through my wife working at Twitch and, and being as uh, high up as she was, I ran into him a couple times at like two holiday parties. He's just a nerd. Like at, at his core, Emmett's just a nerd. <laughs> like he was an engineer. He was a nerd. I, I think he was always, um, I don't want to say reluctant to be in like the CEO spot, but uh, he, he was an engineer first and foremost. And he was definitely there because he was one of the founders and, that's just the position that he found himself in. Uh, and I think the past couple of years, like he, he had to, because he was so bad and Twitch was so bad at communication, uh, they opted for him to be the CEO and become, you know, a source of communication, but it didn't really work out at all. I mean, I, I think Zeke, you mentioned your interview with him, that interview for a lot of reasons, like shaped the meme of Emmett right. Of like context matters. And that carried with him until today, even right. Like that's his most famous thing he's ever said is context matters. And then it's just like context matters. And then here's a tweet of, you know, or or anything bad that goes wrong. Yeah. That's what, yeah. Yeah. That's the thing they did. Uh, and, and so that was, uh, that was unfortunate. Um, 
but it is what it, it is what it is, right? Like he was, he did his, he did his best with the media training that they gave him. And I think it's also like, even, even on drop frames, uh, back when we were doing Twitch cons, there was a reason that we stopped getting people like, uh, Kevin Lynn, uh, to interview. And there was a reason that we stopped getting people like, uh, Jason, uh, Maestas to interview. And it's because they said shit they weren't supposed to. <laughs> they, they were getting PR in trouble because they would come out and say things about uh, products or, you know, whatever, an opinion that they weren't supposed to have. Uh, and so that's that's why they kind of like took that away uh, ultimately, which, which is also a, a change, a shift in Twitch from like what we grew up as uh, on the platform with, with Justin TV in like the early days where they were so community focused and it became much more of like suits and PR and media training and, and you know what we find ourselves in today. Um, yeah. so yeah, anyways, he left, he's gone. Dan Clancy took yeah. over. Uh, we can, we don't really have too much to say on, on Dan. At least I don't right. Like most famous for a 50, 50 split posted a blog. Uh, now, yeah, the 50, 50 split thing was, was, interesting because there was a lot of this weird stuff that went on in the back end about like him just pushing that message out like on a, what was yeah. it, on a friday or something and like he just wanted to have it be done with and a lot of people did not get a chance to review it so that was very interesting already because he was like making power plays before he was even in the top position which goes yeah. back to that whole thing you said about maybe knowing more about you know maybe having that that path paved already a little bit right um but on top of that something did happen that kind of surprised me so when Dan got promoted and Emmett left, um, I think I was expecting a lot of people to be like, exactly what you said. Oh, it's a 50, 50 guy. Oh man, whatever, whatever. But a whole lot of people started talking about how Dan apparently has been way more communicative, how he's like had meetings with a lot of people. He met with like the OTK guys. He met with, uh, I think, was it a uh, uh, Busey or a few other people? Like he was at some of the dinner in Austin. There were yeah, multiple he dinners was, he in was Austin. Like, yeah. He was, ha- he was, when he's at yeah, events, he like has meetings with Twitch people, which is, which is kind of cool. So I don't know what that means. Um, I can tell I, it's, he definitely yeah. seems more suited for that position as kind of the face where I think Emmett was more kind of wanting to be in the background and seems to be a little bit more wanting to be in the foreground. Now it also seems like he is much more business, Amazon business style than yeah. anyone we've ever mm-hmm. had in this position before. So I think for the for the for the average streamer, that's you know not going to be a great thing as the platform is moving towards more towards platform technology and infrastructure than individual creator. Um, but you know, I mean, it, it seems like it's going to be a bit of a, a a black and white situation. It's not it's not going to be you know he's all good or all bad or anything like that. Like there's going to be good parts and maybe not so great parts. <laughs> yeah. It's good that he's getting feedback from people, but is it reactive? Does it actually make a difference, right? It doesn't matter. You can take meetings to get feedback from the community and lead community people, but if you don't actually make changes that better suit and represent the platform and take a better viewing experience, it doesn't even matter. A lot of things that other people don't talk about, right? They did do, they did produce a sub-split. They decided not to give creators a better split, but they also increased ad revenue, right? So they were like, okay, if you want to make, we're not giving you more money through subs, but you could get more ad revenue, but that's dependent on playing three minutes of ads per hour minimum. And the way the system seems like it's set up, it they're always trying to encourage you to play more and more ads. Where I'm seeing some people playing what six or ten minutes of ad per hour. So if you basically don't, they're 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 trying to focus people to be heavily heavily ad reliant. 
And a lot of people don't like that. It's not the best viewing experience where it's like a lot of people came to Twitch to avoid cable. Are you going to watch Twitch when you're getting 10 minutes of ads an hour or even eight minutes of ads an hour, six minutes of ads an hour? And uh, I don't know where people's threshold of that, but a lot of people just don't like ads. And there's tons of ways to get rid of ads. But yeah, yeah. In order I mean, to t- tw- Twitch is, believes the threshold is three minutes, right? Yeah. <laughs> like if, if we want to see what Twitch's threshold that they believe is, it's three minutes. That's where the yeah, new. Yeah, three minutes. Yeah. 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 That's where the new and co- then, contracts um, are. At. As someone brought up in chat, and I couldn't remember exactly what it was, but uh, there, there was, with Dan, unfortunately, there was the famous quote from when he went around and was doing a bunch of meetings with people. Uh, I want to say it was, I, it was at one of the cons in the, in the, the time back, but there's a very popular IRL stream, but I think yeah. he like recently won the top one. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> his quote from their meeting, so he met with this guy, and his quote was, I don't feel confident as a streamer on the platform with someone who is that out of touch with what the streamers need and want. Very weird. I walked away feeling depressed, seriously, and sad. Yeah. And this was before Dan was promoted where he is now. This is at TwitchCon so, last year is, is yes. where that happened. Yeah. So that is, that is as somebody like who can, you know, has been on the platform. Jake's been here for a while. Um, yep. You know, Jake and Bake has been one of the, the longers on the platform. So that's a pretty jarring thing to say, um, especially considering you knew that was going to, he felt confident enough in that to where he knew that would make it back to Dan in public, obviously. So that that's uh, not the best foot forward. No, um, no. And it, it, you know, yeah. you talked about how he was meeting with all these streamers. He, the cynic in me looks at that and like thinks, yeah, of course he's doing that. He's got to like, he's got to get his public opinion up, right? Like he's got to go meet Absolutely. with the Asmongolds and, and you know, the people that control a lot. And this uh, controls a strong word, but a, a lot of people that shape a narrative around, uh, you yeah. know, Twitch and Twitch culture. Um, and for him to come I out mean, and say like, well, we were out having drinks and he was at dinner with us and he's, it's funny like you a say cool that. Guy. Cause that it happened. He, he changed the narrative a little bit. He went out to lunch exactly with, with Asmongold and Asmongold on his stream in front of tens of thousands of people. We're talking about how nice it was to have lunch with them and do all yeah. this stuff and like boosting up his, his, so, I mean. You're not wrong. I mean, this could just be CEO 101. You know, the first thing you do when you want to get advancement in a company is you you try to make your, you know, blow up your image as much as you can. So, yeah. Yeah. Touch base. And, and, and now write. I have a. What? You what? sit down and you write two letters. <laughs> One letter. The first letter says, blame everything on me or on the previous guy. Next letter says, sit down and write two letters. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Uh, so, well, you know. Here, here's my question. If you, you know, we, I guess we could talk about, we, we could bring in the idea that like all this happened, the CEO, uh, was out, we got a new CEO and then four days later, uh, Twitch posted an update about our workforce. Uh, and they did a company wide reduction of, uh, 400 people. Um, just for those wondering about a third of their workforce. And was that confirmed? I saw their, their, what was it? Their LinkedIn profile as of the beginning of this year had like 1150, I want to say, but please someone in chat, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, I, I, this is not necessarily the most public of information. I I only asked that because I I knew what the employee count was when my wife worked there, but I don't know if that's public information. So I'm not going to say, but it was not, it was higher than that by a considerable margin. like much higher, yeah, like double or well, according to the Washington Post. Let's see, yeah, I'm it curious says four hundred employees out of a total of around twenty five hundred. That's the twenty five said on the Washington Post. Yeah, 
That that was more in line with so the about numbers, a, obviously. About a fifth of a little under a fifth of their workforce. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that twelve hundred number floating around as well, and I was like, that's that's yeah, no, that's low. the number I heard too. But even even then, it's still almost a fifth of their workforce. It's still a fucking ton <laughs> of people. Still a I, you can't, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. 100%. yeah it's still a massive part of your organization. Yeah. And the people that were being let go, well, uh, go ahead and finish talking. That that was the that's what I was about to introduce. Uh so they announced four hundred people were being let go. Uh, and this came out on the 20th. And right after that, it was pretty much understood that I think this is a norm within the tech world. Mm-hmm. They announced 400 people were being laid off. At that point, no one had been let go. So everyone that was at Twitch was then immediately like, am I going to be let go? And the they were supposed to happen in early April. I feel like that got pushed up. Uh, we'll never know. But all the layoffs occurred on Friday. Um and they are done with the layoffs. Uh, I know a handful of uh, employees. Uh, one is Ron, actually, in my chat uh, right now, was a, a former uh, employee who no longer works there. I saw a, a couple other on on Twitter, um, and you know you can you can go and scan LinkedIn. But all the layoffs have happened. Uh, it's it's rather unfortunate. A uh, lot of long time employees. Um, a lot of long time employees. employees. I know. Uh, I saw Jimmy uh, Wizard Hunt was let go. He was eight year, nine year. Yeah, um, a lot of lot of long time employees long got time cut. Man. Yeah, and the one of the most jarring tweets during this whole thing is uh, another long term employee who actually didn't get cut. His name is Pluto. Yes, uh, and he actually tweeted out that basically everyone was just refreshing their inbox, so they were being released by email from eight plus year jobs they had been in. And they were all just refreshing their inbox, waiting to get their mail on if they would be leaving the company or not. Yeah. Um, and on top of that, another telling thing is a slew of promotions. Lots of people were promoted uh, and moved around inside of Twitch at the exact time. So what does that show yeah. you? It means they were cutting the people that were probably, you know, making the money and raising up the people that were, you know, underlings to then take their position for probably less money. Yeah. Um, which again, this is kind of, not, not a, un, not an unstandard thing to happen in the corporate world. No, um, it's I mean, not. Yeah, we're watching the same thing going on at Twitter right now, for instance. Um, well, but it's okay. Maybe it's, I'm. Yeah, it's a thing. Okay, I'm, I may uh, maybe I'm bringing up a really stupid question. There's an easy answer, and I don't know it. But like, if you get if you need to lay off 400 people at basically the same time, how how do you do it? Like besides email, like what would be the I mean, back in the day, they used to, yeah, yeah, back in the day, they used to call people into an office, uh, and and it was just one by one. But the issue with that is, is that, uh, in the tech, and this is going to sound real fucking like I'm sucking some corporate cock, uh, in the tech world, when you start telling people that they're losing their jobs, people start doing some weird, can do weird shit, uh, in the tech world to like steal some data. Uh, or plant some things that the second that they lose access to their email, it goes off and maybe some things start disappearing internally and, and all that type of stuff. Uh, th- there's a lot of like, things. makes sense why they didn't let them know ahead of time too. Yeah. 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 That, like Oof, that, that yeah. stuff happens. Uh, unfortunately. Um, also there were 400 people being released in what a 24 hour time frame. I mean, you can't, you can't really, unfortunately put the personal touch on every one of them obviously there were, there were better ways to do that but you know yeah that's that's and and as someone in chat is saying and and i think this is absolutely right um the 
there was this weird dichotomy because there there was a lot of people that were like, oh, well, Amazon's just trimming the fat. You know, they they overhired during COVID. And now that things are settling down and the economy is is stagnating slash going down a little bit, they're just trimming the fat from the new hires. And then it's kind of like, well, in that case, you know, wouldn't you, the argument would be, wouldn't you see all these new people they hired be cut off because they're reapplying? And no, actually, it's the opposite. You start seeing old people get fired. Why? Because they're the ones that have the inflated salary that have been there for so long. The whole plan is to like get off the, the people that are making the most for the positions that can be most easily replaced. And that way you can, you know, promote from within less money, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. So it just, it just, it sucks for the workers. What it comes down to. It sucks yeah. For the workers. yeah. Um, 100%. You know, so it, it's removing just, all the vested people. Situation. The worst is though, is you, when you know you're going to lose your job and they're having you train the person that's going to replace you. I don't know if you guys ever worked the normal job. That doesn't feel too good. No, it's I don't not know a which great way feeling. I'd rather, I don't, yeah, I don't know which way I'd rather take it. Just getting fired by an email or training my replacement. That's not as vested as you. Right. So, right. And yeah. I'm, I'm sure that happened at Twitch. <laughs> right? It's a double-edged sword. I don't know which one I would prefer just being fired or training my person that's going to take my position. Yeah. Well, just a, an, a funny corporate anecdote. This was, this was a big thing going around. And, and for the record, I'm pretty sure this isn't what he did, but I'm sure it's happened in the past. Um, but there was a funny thing going around with Elon where he basically asked all the managers, who's your best employee. And then he like fired 80% of them and replaced them with the best employee. <laughs> so it's kind <laughs> oh, of wow. like, no, I don't know. No, no, again, I don't know if that actually happened. That was, there's been so much misinformation about that going around anyway, right. but I'm sure that kind of thing has happened in the past. I mean, that that's, you know, that's, that's a big part of these, these faceless kind of corporations that are just there to make money. They just, they just want to get the the cheapest person in the position that can do the job, not necessarily the most effectively, just do the job. Right. So it's kind of like, yeah, it's all sorts of. Yeah. All sorts I remember walking into a job once, like, I just want to share this commiseration. Like <laughs> I walked in, I, I, I worked at a, a bar uh, as a bar back which is like the bar, like the bartender's uh, uh, like helper. Basically you get ice and refill. You the get the shit, and shit jobs, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Walked in shit. You not. It was fucking, uh, uh, the day before Christmas Eve. So it was December 23rd. Walked in for, uh, work and, uh, got handed, my, got handed my last paycheck and go, we're closing. And that happened to everybody that worked there. Everybody that worked there walked into work that day and just got a paycheck and said, we're going out of business. Bye. <laughs> like, no one fucking like it just got fucking canned yeah. with no notice at all. Whew, that, that was fucking a gut punch. You're just like, well, but what do I do now? I didn't prepare well, to lose my job today. With <laughs> Oh, right before Christmas. Yeah. Seeing, seeing some stuff in chat for the record there. I, Pretty sure they're in California. Not everyone got axed with like a one week notice. I'm pretty sure they were they're getting compensated for yeah legally they a couple they months at least yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 and and all the people leaving pretty much all that I've seen are are talented people. They will hopefully land on their feet. There's lots of other jobs they can get. I know, I've seen so many people on Twitter trying to help them find different jobs. I know Bungie has been active about trying to recruit some of them. Like the, the, this is the situation where hopefully they will all find good jobs soon. So yep. you know they have a lot of experience at a very successful company. So hopefully yeah. they will be picked up very soon. Absolutely. Uh, that being said, can't be a fun time to work in those offices right now. Uh, mm, morale just not. has to be the fucking apps in a world where I don't think morale has been pretty high for a long time. This it's gotta just be grim. Like walking into those yeah. offices. Also, talk about a double edged experience to get a promotion during. God. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. It's like, 
seeing your best friends you've had for years leave and it's like yeah and i got promoted like that that sucks that absolutely there's sucks. no celebration there at all yeah just uh, just a feel bad <laughs> experience all around um did y'all happen to see this verge article by the way that came out right after that <sighs> no I didn't, on I the 21st so 20th is when they announced they were letting 400 people go on March 21st, The Verge, I don't know how this happened, launched an article entitled, After a string of creator controversies, Twitch is pretty sure it made the right changes. With new tools like Guest Star and improvements to existing monetization programs, Twitch believes it's the best place for creators right now. Uh, they have Tom Verilli, who is the chief product officer. Uh, which I believe is a promotion, by the way, uh, for Tom. Um, they also have Mike Minton, who we had on the show. Uh, he is the chief financial. No, I don't think he's CFO. I he's basically in charge of ads at, at Twitch. Monetization. Monetization officer. officer. That's right. Yeah. Uh, which is uh, kind of a newer um, yep. thing. CMO. Yeah. Um, some of the quotes in here, like, man. Uh, <laughs> they are, they are not great quotes. Uh, not, not, and, and here's, here's the worst part. They wouldn't have been great quotes ever on a good day. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. What is going on? Everything is just closing on me. Chat. I lost them in VMAX standby. I don't know what's happening. It's scaring the shit out of me though. We're just losing everything. I'm alone. Hello. 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 Okay. They'll have to refresh. They'll be joining here soon. I guess Co said too much there is what happened. Um, did you see how fat I almost got whiplash with how fast my, uh, my neck popped right there. It's kind of wild. It's kind of wild. Anyways, they'll be joining up here in just a sec. Uh, right now, actually. Oh, hi. Yeah, man. Now okay. the, the complete opposite PC. No, no, no. Hey, it killed hey, everything. Hey. The complete opposite PC closed. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have any explanations, yep. man. Yeah, we, there, there was no stream drop. There was no stream drop. Uh, mods oh, really? oh, mod, you got to tell mods. Yeah, because mods yeah. isn't in our group. Oh, no. Yeah. I thought, anyway. That was wild. Yeah. yeah the Amazon sniped co there. Uh, yeah. For, oh my Lord. So yeah, but it was, it was, it was incredible. Like it's, we were taught, we were kind of like, uh, you know, playfully ribbing at Emmett, not communicating very well. And it's just kind of like to see some of these quotes is just kind of like, just completely out of touch with the general feeling of the community in a lot of ways. It's, it's really, it's really wild. It's really wild. Yeah. Tom, um, uh, says, I don't think there's ever been a better time to start streaming on Twitch, uh, from the chief product officer, Tom Verley. And the thing is, is like, I feel like his quote is something that would just, you would need a lot of context to it. That is not there. Like, I'm sure he's a product officer. So he's talking about in terms of development and technology and because, you know, there are a lot of more tools these days. There's a lot of other stuff, but like the general quote is, is not, it's not a headline quote for an article kind of thing. Like then he, there's a lot of nuance to what he's saying. I feel like, um, yeah, that was not really conveyed. 
Yeah. This one right here. The ad incentive program is one of the products uh, of the investment that far. Quote, the acceptance and engagement of the ad incentive program far exceeded our expectations, Minton said. So streamers are clearly seeing the value in running ads now. Because they have to. (laughs) (laughs) They're not happy about it. So it's kind of like that's totally not... It's not, again, there's more to that quote. <laughs> there's definitely some more information that's needed there that's not really there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Uh, the, the whole, there's just a lot of quotes in here. I that feel are, like that's like sending the prisoner down to the mines. And he's like, look, he loves it down here. Look at him mine that rock. Yeah. Look, the guard's not even hitting him. And he's loving it. Yeah. That's great. It's uh, Sorry about wow. that, Mods. That was on me, not you. But welcome back. Yeah. Yeah, I noticed it dropped, and then I thought it was going to reconnect by itself. And I'm like, I drink too much coffee at the user restroom real oh, quick. Oh, okay. Gotcha. No, I, perfect. I, I, that, yeah, I was waiting for it to reconnect automatically. And as soon as I sat back down, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to reconnect. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, you're good. You're good. Yeah. yeah. It just looked like yeah. I was frozen for a little while. Yeah. We probably got some fun clips. We're good. Um, we actually got some drop frames. Yeah, I like, yeah, like Ho's face. He was like leaning back laughing a little bit. <laughs> where it froze originally. Yeah. It's the perfect. Place. Oh man! Um, and then yeah. this, like, maybe the weirdest part of this whole article is when they start bringing up guest star. "Quote: We think the next evolution of chat is with guest star." And it's just like, it's that fetch meme is really all that is, right? <laughs> like, it's the Mean Girls fetch meme. Stop trying to make oh. guest star happen. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember when the feature came out, I was getting emails about having meetings with it and utilizing it. I'm like, I don't, what would I even use this for? I'm like, you could just, I like this traditional podcast setup. Yeah. But I guess that's what they're trying to. I, I will say this. Into the system. Have you guys actually used guest star yet? Not. Uh, I know I'm very familiar with what it is, but I've not actively used it. No. Um, it's just like a discord call where you can bring in members of chat and other streamers, right? Like, yeah. I remember when I first saw guest star, the very first thing I asked is why would I ever use this over something I'm more comfortable with than that is existing? 100%. And the reasons I not, not a single reason I was given was compelling for me not to not stop using what exists and is already here. Um, like there is some cool stuff about it. Don't get me wrong, but it's kind of like, there's also a lot of unknowns and a lot of stuff you have to set up and a lot of things you have to do. And it's like, Everyone's already doing this. It's not, it's not, it just seems like with all the other things that streamers have been asking for over the years, this is such a strange use of time, resources, and most importantly, money. Like, it's just, it, it's a very, very strange. Thing. I, I just yeah. want to know why the fuck are they putting so much time and effort into this? Like, how is this? Cause, cause it's gotta be money. How is this going to make them money? And at the same time, they're not doing things like, you know, putting custom emotes and hype trains so that everyone actually uses them and promotes them. They're not like making the ad system better so we can actually integrate them into our channel more appropriately. They're not, you know, like there's all these things that they could be spending money on that would benefit the viewer and us and Twitch. And it's like, why are you spending it on this stuff? <laughs> like, it's, it's, wild. it's wild. I, uh, I'm okay <clears throat> saying this because the person no longer works at the platform and it's not, <laughs> it's not my wife, uh, for those that are going to try to figure this out. I think they're pushing guest star because uh, Dan wants it pushed. <laughs> and that's why it's directive from Dan. Uh, and I don't know why. I think he's just championing the product and thinks that it's going to be 
the next bee's knees, but I was told by a former uh, employee that if I want anything to add guest star into the mix, and Twitch will probably say yes. And that's almost that's verbatim. And then you take so, a look at the streamer awards, and you see that they were sponsored and brought to you by Twitch. And what did they include? Guest star yes. on the red carpet. Oh. And so you really so start to think like... Me- uh, <laughs> why it's being pushed so much it reminds me of a of a of a talk that i saw i don't know if it was smodcast or whatever kevin smith was talking about he was talking about writing the new superman and yada 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 and this dude comes up to him or there was like he had he had all this information about spiders and he wanted to tell kevin smith and he was like one of the producers like do you know about spiders spiders are crazy things blah 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 and kevin smith ended up not working on that thing but the dude that was the producer like ended up doing wild wild west and yeah. There's a fucking huge spider thing in there, and that's what this feels like. <laughs> I remember we talked. It's like about it that. feels like the fucking spider thing that someone was like, "These are awesome. Let's put them in." Yeah, I I don't know that's guest star. I don't know why they're like the the quote that it's the evolution of chat from uh, was it was it it was I think it was Tom that said that in that article. I don't I don't know why it's the evolution like. Is it because it's like it because you could just have someone pop into a stream and get their immediate thoughts or like speak like I don't know I I don't see how it is I I I fail so that the, the simplest concept sold, of it is just like I don't know why this exists. <laughs> the way that it was sold to me is it because it attaches directly to Twitch. There's more accountability. There's more um like you, you can more easily control the person being in or out of your stream. Um. Like, it, Again, none of the stuff that, that I was told about it sold me on the product. So there's there's not like a huge amount of good stuff there. But I think it's yeah. it's more just it's more just they want they want it to be in the ecosystem. They yeah. want that stuff to be in the ecosystem. Um, and maybe this is a launching point for a future product we don't even know about yet. Maybe this is all some kind of big tie-in. You know, maybe, so. yeah, maybe. I mean, if they're I mean, gonna uh, if they're gonna keep pushing it, you would hope <laughs> that there's something else coming down. There's something there. Yeah. yeah. Minor tinfoil hat moment. Someone Guomi from my chat said, you need to give Amazon mic permissions for that. So oh, Alexa no, has, no, no. <laughs> and like, maybe they just want other ways to listen to what you want and give you products and sell you stuff. Z, Z, <laughs> maybe. Can they just watch the stream you're using it on though? <laughs> Not for all the people watching though. What if they're getting their Oh, you mean for installing it? Yeah. To like get guest star to work. You need mic permissions is what he's saying. Uh, so it's like Alexa V2. Even if you're not using it? Yeah. I don't know. That's the cynic, right? That's the cynical approach. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't know. It might be the right approach. I don't know. All right. Add yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> I will keep it handy, though. <laughs> I mean, it, the, the next, the other question I have is if, like, what, if they, if this stuff goes through in June, if the, the 50 50 split, is launched and like everything that Dan talked about in that blog a year ago launches. What do they do for like the community sentiment win after that? Like what, how, or, or is there not a win? Do they just push that and say like, run some ads, make that money back that we're taking away from you. Like, is that, is that how they soften that blow? I think in a lot of ways, the, the intention that was supposed to happen was that, they were they were taking away sub revenue. They were taking that money, and the intention in a perfect world was that we're going to make it so you earn more than you have lost from that 
by now running ads, which also benefit us. So it's in, in their mind, it's like a win for you and a win for us. And obviously a loss for the viewers because they're going to get a lot more ads. So it was kind of like this, you know, you win and we win. We both make more money because we're making money in a different way. I guess. So, yeah. I mean, that's how I think it's supposed to be. Well, incentivized Switch Turbo as well. Which also benefits them. And I guess the streamer TV that counts as like an ad role. But this is not the best pro viewer thing because there are people that don't have money and they can't sub and they don't got Twitch Prime and stuff or they don't got Twitch Turbo. So, I don't know. Well, I think I'll viewers just the... straight lose from this. Yeah. The viewers, like the, winner, the winners are Twitch and the channel. Um, the loser yeah. is the viewer. So, Definitely. In, in, in that regard. Yeah. Like yeah. at that point, they need, their, they need to either sub suffer through more ads and Twitch has arguably the most archaic ad watching system of the platforms of this size, or they have to sub to the streamer or they have to sub to Twitch turbo. So there's, there is, there's no real win there for a viewer in this scenario. Yeah. Do you think that there is a chance, albeit, you know, a 1% chance that they go back on the sub split thing? Why? You think, yeah, I mean, that, that's valid argument. I can't, I can't argue that, but is that the win really? that would like get the sin, get the community excited about Twitch again? Cause uh, for the most part, I don't think it's, I don't know very many streamers that are like, yeah, fucking Twitch is knocking it out of the park right now. Right. And they haven't really been for a while. I haven't seen that sentiment well, at all. The only thing that I could see really happening is there's, there's, there's two there's two big scenarios here. First of all, and we haven't even started talking about this. We have eight minutes left. And I'm about to bring up like this huge topic. We didn't even get to talk about the dark and darker stuff. No, not next like, week. Maybe there's more the information next thing, week. There's a huge big thing that all of this stuff with ads, all the stuff with the subsplit, and now just the layoffs are positioning Twitch for a sale, mm. which is a, a whole different discussion that can be very interesting. And there's a lot of good reasons that maybe actually happen. The second big thing is if... <laughs> <laughs> stake and train throw enough money at kick at big streamers like if oh, i mean he, yeah. i mean he's if if it's the kind of thing where i mean he just what was it three days ago uh train said there's like six major streamers that are about to go to kick so it's like yeah i mean of course it's probably going to be the next mixer and everything but i mean if it was enough to light a fire and you know if one of them was xqc and hassan you know for instance like it was the kind of thing where all of a sudden they see, you know, a double digit percentage of their daily viewers leave the platform. Hassan's under contract, so couldn't I, I know that was just a name you threw out. For now. Yeah, he's, but he's I under mean, an you know, ex, yeah. Uh, absolutely. Couple year contract, yeah. Absolutely. So but I I mean I'm guessing I'm guessing a lot of the big ones are. But it at the same at the same vein, like if it's the kind of thing where I mean, theoretically the company that is funding Kick has a massive supply of money, and if they continue to throw that at the wall. Um, regardless of what people think of the platform or the people running it. There are streamers who will absolutely get those bags because they saw what happened with Facebook. They saw what happened with Mixer. They saw that they can just take a vacation for a huge paycheck and then come back later, later if they want to when the, the external platform inevitably doesn't work out. Like That's what they see over and over. We've seen this pattern. Yeah. So like their viewers would tell them, you're dumb not to say yes. So considering how much money the gambling guys have like and that they're willing to throw at this, like that's one of the very few things I could see would have Twitch maybe be like, well, maybe we need to actually start doing some things to try to hold on to our creators. Yeah. Um, because right now they have put all their money in the platform. <laughs> like they are clearly making it to everyone that Twitch is becoming about the platform, not the creator, the platform. 
And and because of like that's their gamble. That is Twitch's gamble in in saying, can they make the platform lucrative enough to where maybe someone want to buy them? Or and you have to ask yourself, why would they be doing that? Why would they be going more platform centric? I mean, is it really just to make a little bit more money, or is it because they're trying to get a big, big amount of money? Um, but again, that's a mm-hmm. it's like another thirty minute conversation. Yeah, <laughs> just like just a precursory, <laughs> like barely anything knowledge of this. Like Kick strikes me as the place where Donald Trump went after he got booted off of Twitter. Like that seems more like that's going to be kick. Like that's uh, like a, con- yes, a congregation spot. Maybe it's, it's I mean, yes, but if they had a lot of money, you're, you're, you're <laughs> not and wrong. And, and, the, the, and one of the biggest issues with kick right now is they're they're Instead of trying to be like this cool, scrappy startup, you should check out. They're very much positioning selves themselves as F Twitch. You should be over here. Twitch. They're, they're starting this culture war that they're not going to win. Because that's what Twitch has in spades, is it has somehow, even to this day, this kind of core culture that keeps coming back to it. And they're trying to attack it at that. It's like, that's the worst possible thing you can be doing. Not only does it make your platform look bad, but Twitch wins in that. Like, every every time that Train tweets out one of those tweets, where he's, like, attacking the, the streamers, attacking Twitch and stuff, all that's doing is making Twitch win. It's galvanizing people. And it's like, yeah. if you actually want to go anywhere with this, like, you have to rethink your entire approach what you actually want this to be if you actually want it to be successful yeah um but it's it's yeah it's one of the reasons it's a meme and not like an actual competitor at this stage yeah i heard the tos is more lax over there like can anyone confirm that maybe <laughs> yeah let me let me there's... spread my ass here and make it say yes and fart morse code or something <laughs> that'd be the kick way to do it uh i i do want to bring up uh very short on time but so you were talking about the idea of people going somewhere else. Washington Post had an article from uh, Nathan Grayson on it. Mm. And in said article, uh, which is very good, um, they, he spoke with um, 10 current uh, and former Twitch employees uh, that spoke to the Washington Post. There was a lot of uh, interesting quotes in here. Uh, this one is... Interesting in that regard about people leaving. And it said in 2019, two of the biggest Twitch stars, uh, Ninja and Shroud, depart. I'm kind of paraphrasing. Uh, departed after signing deals to exclusively stream on Twitch. Uh, Microsoft owned rival Mixer. Despite the defections, Twitch viewership held steady. In 2020, Twitch viewership skyrocketed to its highest point ever. Uh, Microsoft shuttered Mixer in 2020. Um, blah, blah, blah. But as Blevins and Shroud both eventually made their way back to Twitch, Sheer and other Twitch executives decided to shift their strategy according to several current and uh, former employees. Instead of paying a premium for top talent, the company offered its big streamers less lucrative contracts. Quote, it was a bet against creators, one former employee said. Quote, that was Emmett's hypothesis. We didn't need to be paying millions of dollars. It wasn't necessary that we didn't fully need big streamers. Necessarily that we didn't need uh, fully need big streamers. It was that they don't have anywhere else to go, and we need to be yep. profitable. Twitch declined exactly to make sheer right. available for comment. Um, that's, that's what I'm talking about. If kick actually starts showing there is another place and they will pay them a huge amount of money to be there. Yeah. Like that's, that's, that has that at that point, that's when the alarms turns on at Twitch and they're like, shit, this whole gamble we made, it just fell apart. Yeah. He goes on and says, uh, Twitch executives came to view big departures or sorry, view departures of big name streamers as an opportunity, according to employees. Quote, truthfully, Twitch is not too upset when top creators leave. Whenever a top creator hits what I like to call the purple ceiling, 
They leave or they don't stream as much, which allow other creators to grow to be in the top. One former employee said, referring to the moment when creators reach the zenith of their popularity on Twitch and either move on or burn out. With Ninja leaving, I think we saw five or six new stars come out of that. Uh, they go on to talk about Kai Sinat uh, breaking the, the paid sub record of 300,000 subs um, without much investment from the company, according to one current employee. Quote, we didn't make a custom deal. A year later, he's the number one most subscribed streamer on the platform, which is wild. The point, the former employee added, is that Twitch could have 10 more Kais by now if they were a lot more intentional about expanding their markets to reach broader audiences. And it kind of goes on. There's a bunch of different things in this article that I would love to talk about, but we're kind of short on time. So I would recommend reading it. I'll link it in my chat. It gets spread around. I haven't read that yet. That sounds like, yeah, I'm going to check that out for sure. It's very good. Uh, They straight up go on to uh, rip apart a VP uh, by uh, the VP of global creators just gets absolutely turned to and burnt to a crisp in this. <laughs> like, like he's like actually still there. No, no, no. Uh, she, she no longer works at the company. She was a oh. former YouTube executive. Uh, who had a brief tenure at Instagram and joined Twitch in July, 2021. Uh, it says undernight, the current and former employees alleged that the team wound up, uh, rudderless, Some former employees said they felt the executive was broadly unsympathetic to the needs of creators. The direction we'd gotten from her over the course of her tenure was cut cost, cut cost, cut cost, a a current employee said. Um, Knight did not uh, reply to multiple requests for comment. Twitch also declined to comment on Knight and other claims made by current and former employees. Uh, It goes on to talk about like HR complaints about, um, about her. As I worked for her, uh, this is uh, Garvey, uh, who I actually know, uh, said, I worked uh, for her for seven months and we never got any kind of team-based strategy. How we want to work together, said Kandala, who led Twitch student team and had been at Twitch for eight years before he resigned in July. And she didn't want to give any of her allocated budget to anybody on the team. It just, it, they rip her apart. <laughs> it's not a good wow. look for constant night. She left in, uh, in September um, for those curious, but. And um, on that cheerful note. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the ending quote to that segment was it's a broader issue at Twitch. One former employee said there's been plenty of crappy leaders who leave Twitch that nobody said anything about. So that's maybe a more cheerful note. <laughs> to the discussion. Anyone got a shovel? Are there any more quotes? <laughs> uh, they go on to talk about ads, fairly lengthy stuff on ads in here. Um, Talk about quote unquote maintenance mode. Yeah. There's a lot. It's a good article. Maybe bring it up next week and, and talk about it. Yeah, it. The one thing I can see it causing a mass exodus of streamers is probably a removal of more prime benefits or free prime subscriptions. Right. I feel like that benefit alone after Amazon acquired Twitch, I thought it was going to be a temporary benefit and they did remove benefits over time, right? Where they removed site-wide ad removal. Right. So now it's only, applicable to the channel that you're on but if they ever did remove the free subscription from twitch that probably makes up a majority of most content creators revenue yep. i can see other popular creators being more incentivized to explore different options because they just don't have that motivation there anymore yep prime it, and, and, and uh, i, I especially with the cuts what they're doing nowadays it kind of seems like you know they're trying to make more money but then also reduce expenditures Maybe there's pressure from Amazon to maybe go in that direction finally. Because how long has Amazon owned Twitch for? What are we at? Eight years? I've, yeah, it's been a while. Eight. 
really been eight years. Was that was that 2015, 2016, something like that? I forget. It's been a while. Like five or six, but damn, that, yeah. And yeah, it, you know, I've, I've, we've all said it from the beginning. I mean, Amazon Twitch Prime was a uh, a race for streamers. It was a race. Mm-hmm. It was Amazon coming in and being like, "Here you go. We're going to give you more money per month." And now these days, like, I know some streamers that that publicly say that like sixty plus percent of their 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 subs that are paying their bills are Prime subs. So to have those yeah. disappear at any point, to have them, you know, oh, we're going to phase them out over the course of six months, like. No, dude, that's that's gonna be it's gonna be game over for an entire mid tier of creators that are mm-hmm. barely paying their bills, I, and there are thousands and thousands and thousands of these creators. Yeah, um, so that would be yeah. that would be that would be the nuclear option. I mean, if, I, if if they were to announce that was leaving, I I agree hundred percent, Co. I I think this thing that's coming up in June is a fucking nuke in itself. Like you're gonna see creators end oh, up the, the 50, 50? Yeah, like they're, they're it's not it's a significant amount. Uh, yeah. especially with where sub counts I think are now in, in the current, you know, economic status of, of the U S and people just not spending that much at the moment. Um, apart from prime subs in general, just subs are down, I think across the platform. So we'll see. Uh, it, it's very easy to get like super doom and gloomy. I think about all this. Um, yeah. So yeah. We'll, hey, we'll try to keep it Dan, save us. Yeah. Yeah, Dan. Save us, Dan. Dan. Hashtag save us, Dan. Get rid of it. Speaking of doom and gloom, I just before we leave, I just want to say real quick, fuck you for taking away my goddamn check mark. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. On Twitter. <laughs> I worked for that shit and I've worked for years to get it, and then I get it and I don't get to enjoy it for the rest of my god damn it. You got you got what? Four days? Oh, five five days? You can, you can enjoy it, so you just gotta pay uh, Elon some money. Yeah, man. Don't worry though. When you when you pay Elon some money, you'll have the option to turn it off, so you don't you can hide your shame. God, that's <laughs> fucking hilarious. I think that's the funniest part of that whole fucking oh my thing. God. Man. Jesus, I am gonna Christ. miss the miss tags of Ezekiel Elliott though. I just got a flood of them the last couple of weeks because of something. I guess he's being he's up for being traded or yeah, something. He's, he, traded, he's a free yeah. agent. I know that, but whatever. Yeah. But yeah, maybe said, I won't get those anymore, which will be sad. Yeah. They also announced, and, and this is again one of those situations, I don't know if it was a meme going around Twitter or an actual article, but an article was claiming that they uh, that $11 million was how much that the blue check mark was making, which is literally a drop. That's so little, budget. holy shit. That's so little. If, they, if that's actually accurate, then that's just like, oh, these poor guys. Again, I don't know if it's accurate. Yeah. I don't even know if they're public. Yeah, yeah that was uh, an interesting line or read. Are you guys going to get blue check marks? Are you going to buy it? I don't think I'm doing. I it I had to because I was doing. I was in the Yakuza game, uh, and I had to post a video, and I did not realize that they capped how long the video can be under the blue check mark. So I decided really? for a month really? for that. Is it I, one I, minute? I, it would not. It would not let me post the video because it said like you do not meet the requirements. And it was like, and then <laughs> and then of course the sync the sign up button was right there, and I was That's, just like, oh uh, my god. yeah, yeah. I was like out to lunch with my wife, and I and I had to get this tweet up, so I was just like. Fine, Elon, you win this round. <laughs> One month. Yeah. Also, April fucking first, dude. <laughs> you fucking kidding me with that, dude? Like, uh, you crazy. better, you better say psych. Say psych. Say it. I want you to say psych. Do it. You motherfucker. You. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, let's wrap the show. 
lot of weird show today. Weird show today. Thanks for being on, Mods. Appreciate you being. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. It was a pleasure coming yeah. on here, hanging out with you guys. We'll uh, definitely have you back. Below. We'll get Diablo rid of all 4. the tech issues. We'll have maybe yeah, Diablo, Diablo Four. 4. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You'd be a great person to talk to for Diablo Four and all that. If you're yeah, up for it. God, June's gonna be crazy. Uh, let's do some shout outs. Yeah, whenever you want me, yeah, just throw, yeah, just send me a message. I'll be there. Sounds good. Sounds yeah, good. Uh, we'll let Cohen Zeke do some shout-outs, and then Mods, you can sure. just... Yeah, I know. Next time, we'll talk video games. We promise. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. It's not, uh, it's not, not made a list of all the games <laughs> I wanted to talk about today. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Oh, oh God. That's right. Uh, That's right. We'll talk games next week. Co, do some shout-outs. What do you got going I on? I will. As always, thank you to JP and Zeke, uh, and a huge shout out to Dat Mods. Really appreciate having your your opinion and expertise here. That was great to hear about all this stuff. With the RPG. My name is Co. Hi, I'm currently finishing up Resident Evil Remake. Uh, we're going to be playing some more Diablo Four. Going to be maxing out the Necromancer and checking all that out. Um, moving into next week, I think after RE4 Remake, uh, we do have Dredge coming up. But I'm going to be doing a run of Diablo Three, and I've actually I found out recently I've never played the expansion. So we're going to play Diablo 3 and the Diablo expansion and kind of get all set up so we're ready to just dive in uh, when Diablo 4 comes out. We may do that as soon as after RE4. I'm not sure yet. But uh, yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. Hope to see you for that. If you want to get all caught up with the lore and who people are and stuff like that, it'd be a good time to tune in. But on that note, I uh, appreciate y'all watching. See you next week, if not before then. And again, thanks to AtMods for, uh, for being here. Awesome. Zeke, shout out. Yeah, I'm going to buy I'm just not going to tell anybody about it. No, you can hide it. Oh, fuck. Never mind. What? Um, <laughs> I was talking about the blue check mark. I was making a blue check mark joke. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was drugs. Thank you guys. Yeah, I thought thank you guys though. for watching, and <laughs> thank you guys. Uh, thank you to uh, Datmods for joining us, and uh, JMP and uh, Co for being my co-host every week. Thank you very much. Uh, my name is Ezekiel Third. You can find me at or slash Ezekiel underscore I I I. Soon to be without a blue or blue check mark, whatever white check mark on a blue background. Oh fuck! I'm gonna be unverified. So that fucking sucks. But eh, I'll get over it, obviously. If you want to check me out, I, I broadcast every day at 10 a.m. Pacific, except tomorrow, except Mondays. Um, but every other day I'm at I'm live at 10 a.m. Pacific playing video games, all kinds of different shit. Uh, fuck, I don't even know what I'm playing next week. Oh, I haven't even come up with it. I finished all the shit I was going to do. Um, I don't know. I'll figure it out. But yeah, 10 a.m. Pacific. That's it. Thank you for watching. Awesome stuff. Mods. Do a shout out. Stop oh, drinking that drink. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. I was just uh, getting some high-quality H2O. Yeah, yeah. I'm Dat Mods. Absolute pleasure to be on the show. Thank you guys so much for having me. I've been a long-time viewer, so uh, very excited to be here. Uh, you'll just always catch me playing variety ARPGs, MMOs, and just super excited for Diablo 4 launch on 6.6, but I paid extra money, so I get to play on 6.2 uh, early. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, thank you very much for uh, having me out here. What do you got coming up on your channel? What are you, what are you playing this night? What's the not Diablo oh. game? Not Diablo. Guys, I, got, I gotta go. Uh, Thanks for everything. See you later, Kobe. Yeah. See you go. Later. Uh, new Lost Dark Raid, Hard Mode Brawl Shaza in April. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. How, uh, how long out. is that? How, what, what's the average uh, of attempts on that generally? Uh, I don't know. Hard Mode probably take like 10 hours, 8 hours of attempts. Okay. Not too bad. Yeah. Not too bad then. Cool. All right. That's going to do it. Thanks everyone so much for watching uh, Drop Frames Co. You look. That's. That's what happens when they take away Prime. <laughs> you turn into Co. <laughs> Why? You just look at him. It looks like he's going down a roller coaster. Yeah. Co just got told <laughs> that, that like uh, they're removing there. Twitch Prime from the platform. He's very upset. <laughs> he's very Raise upset. your hand if That's you're going to be the first frame. big streamer to kick. 
Coco, that's you. Coco's going to kick. He's going over there. Uh, anyways, thank you so much. Sorry for all the weird tech issues today. Uh, I don't know what the hell's going on. Might be a, maybe it's a, I wonder if that's an NDI problem, Barry, because vMix crashed and also OBS did. That might have been an NDI issue. Anyways, I'll go figure it out. We'll be back next week. We'll find a guest. We'll let you guys know. You can follow us on Twitter at Drop Frames, and uh, we'll keep you updated on who we're having. Bot will be up a little bit later today. I think there's going to be some edits uh, that need to occur, so it might even be a little bit more delayed. For now, though, we're out of here. Mods, thanks once again for joining us. Have a good rest of your day. Yeah. We're out. Bye. Have Bye-bye. a good one.